shore where the mountains meet the sea in a clapboard shack by a broken down tree. There's a light in the window, just salty gals inside. I'm not sure if they're witches, but you know that's implied. Got the storytelling, ego swelling, pillow talking, moonlight walking, sea hags. Welcome to the Sea Hags Podcast. I am Katie Nordgren. And I'm Chris Jeppa. And with us today is my friend, knitwear, amazing aficionado and designer or something. Not, really a Not designer. Uh, You're an amazing yeah. sweater knitter. Thanks. <laughs> it's Tamara Paczynski. Hi. <laughs> We're having a low-key kind of day. Yep. It's uh, turning into fall. Mm-hmm. And it's really exciting. <laughs> I'm creating my chrysalis around me right now. I'm going to turn into a beautiful butterfly, finally. <laughs> In the, do you like burst out at New Year's Eve, basically? Or? Well, I mean, you would have a good knowledge of whether or not that's the case. I'm always with you on New Year's. <laughs> Tell me, do I? Uh, usually you get drunk and do comedy and then, uh. and then gush about how much you love me, so that feels like a beautiful butterfly. Kind of I think so. Yeah. yeah, no, it happens every year. I just turn into a fucking asshole caterpillar at the end of summer. <laughs> <laughs> just need to go in hibernation for a few months, I think. I like it. It's getting colder. Yeah, we're not. Yeah. We're wearing just, sweaters in the shack today. It appeared out of nowhere too. It was just like September falls here. Mm-hmm. I thought I was gonna go to the beach and be warm one more weekend, yeah. and that didn't happen. So, it's. Yeah. I always consider you like a cold climate kind of person because you yeah. knit a lot and you do lots of like awesome textile things and always look very cozy. Yeah. But are you a summertime person as well? Uh, I'm trying to learn about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna <laughs> learn about the summer. Well, I mean, you can run from it or just accept that it's here for two months. That that axial tilt is going to just do you in regardless well, of how you feel about it. hot and like taking transit Ugh. during the summer. No, thank you. Ugh. So I think I survived this year because I rode my bike everywhere. So mm-hmm. that helped. Because you can just be sweaty on a bike. Nobody cares. Yeah. It's expected. If you're yeah. not, people are suspicious. Yeah. And if you're somebody standing else on the bus. bike this whole way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was yeah. riding on the handlebars the whole time. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> that just made me think of E.T. That would make me sweat so much more to ride on someone's handlebars than just to pedal a bike uphill, honestly. Right. Like, the idea of, like, being someone's responsibility on a bicycle is so terrifying to me. <laughs> it's like, Katie, that's a theme in your life a lot of the time, but it just made me think of Stranger Things where the little gal is riding on, uh, oh, on yeah. Mikey's bike and yeah. uh, the little gal, as if she doesn't have a name, Eleven. <laughs> um, she's named after a number. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, just riding on the back and I'm thinking I would never do that I never did that as a kid I couldn't do that as an adult then they would know it's, yeah it looks pretty perilous and everybody who drives here is a little scary too so yeah. that adds an extra layer of mm-hmm. terror yes I am not allowed to be on the back of motorcycles or like just <laughs> staying away from like motorcycles in general and probably being on the back of a bike but like Ed has said, like, under no circumstances will he ride a motorbike with me on the back. He's like, I will not take that responsibility. I was, like, was going to say something so mean, but it was meant with love. I'm like, it. did you not meet the minimum height requirements Aww. to ride on the back? You must be this tall to ride on the back of this Katie, motorcycle. Katie, yes. when I was in Sardinia, I tried to rent my own scooter and I was too short. <laughs> They wouldn't let me take it. Aww. Oh, my God. It's oh, true. That's really cute, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't apologizing I know. to you, Tamara. <laughs> I realize. I'm, I'm a, glad you're I'm here to absolve me anyway. your apology on, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You were saying that you had some perilous bike, like, rage 
at the moment. It's like every day that I ride my bike, and I think it's because I don't look like a person who should be riding a bike. So I get I get comments like I was riding home the other night from work, and somebody from the who had clearly come from the peony saw me riding, and he's like to his friends, "Oh, look at this! Look at this!" And I'm like, oh. "What are we looking at? I'm just riding a bike. Like this is not you know." Were you wearing a bear costume at the time? I was wearing a cat hoodie, but <laughs> I mean, this <laughs> I mean, cat can ride a bike by right? itself. Maybe he it's thought amazing. I was a cat. I don't know. So I'm like prepared for him to say something rude to me, and then he's like, "Did you have fun at the fair?" I'm like, "I'm not coming from the fair, but okay." <laughs> I don't know. I was all psyched up to get. A rude comment, but yeah. Sometimes it's not satisfying because, like, you're like, I'm gonna prepare right? my comeback and my deathly <laughs> oh, steely that glare. Is absolutely, yeah. every piece of catcalling I ever get because it's never actually catcalling. It's somebody going, "Hey, hey, hey, red hair, red hair." <laughs> it's just like pointing at my yeah. most obvious feature. Congratulations, and it. you have eyes. It's like, oh, sweet, you uh, are now allowed to drive a car without glasses. I don't yeah. know, like, what do they expect? I. <laughs> What do they want me to do? You can give them a sticker, like a grape job sticker. Those ones are the worst because I'm always wondering, like, what did that mean? I spend the rest of my day being like, I, I don't know what they were getting at at all. I just want to have a moment of connection but have no, absolutely no social intelligence yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> like, hey, I see you. I see you. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of nice if they're saying it in sort of like a Buddhist sense. It's like, hey, I see you. Like, <laughs> fucking namaste, yeah. red hair. <laughs> yeah. Do we have to talk about it, though? Like... Well, you know, yeah. you're a woman, they're men. Yeah, you do. Ugh. That's how it works, <laughs> unfortunately. Blurst. The blurs. Yeah. Just yeah. crankily drinking our tap water from <laughs> coffee mugs. That's <laughs> bike life. That's all the life, but especially bike life. Yeah, because it's like, look, you're being visible outside doing an activity. Yeah. Let me comment on is it. Is it much more so than walking? Like... Yeah. Like, what is that? What is it about that? Is it because then you're visible to both pedestrians and motorists, <laughs> or something like you're somewhere halfway in between, like a centaur kind of? I just feel I, and I'm sure a lot of cyclists feel like this, but I just feel like they don't want me there, or like I don't belong on this road, and you know, people will yell at you to get off the road, and that happens. So I don't know. It's just kind of hostile, but most of the time I just try to, you know, get to where I'm going and. Hopefully not have anyone yell at me or give me unsolicited advice on yeah. how to get up the hill. Yeah, I just, I saw that on Twitter and that just made me laugh at, like, the absurdity <sighs> of, like, a man being stupid where it it's, like... so obnoxious. I was riding my bike up a hill and I was doing fine. I ride up this hill every day on my way to work and I could hear him clicking his gears behind me in a really annoying way. So I kind of, like, <laughs> pulled over a little bit so he could pass me, but he rides up next to me and he looks at me and is like, you know how to get more power going up the hill? And I'm, like, waiting for him to say it. A couple seconds go by, and then I'm just, I'm like, you know what? I ride every day. I don't need unsolicited advice. Thank you. Oh, well, suit yourself. And he, like, rides <laughs> off into the distance. But what? it was just so bizarre. Like, I mean, if you're going to tell me your pro tips about how to get up this hill while I'm getting up the hill, <laughs> <laughs> just say it quickly then and leave. Like, yeah. It's like he just hovers next to you as you're like, yeah. I'm clearly trying to go up this hill right now and I'm right. doing it. Like, I'm at the top of the hill. I'm waiting for you to leave so I can keep going. Like, <laughs> you need to get like the technology built into your helmet that like projects a little hologram above you like in The Sims or something. And it's just like... <laughs> Trust me, I already know what I'm doing, yeah. or something like that. I'm in the act of doing the thing that you're going to give me advice on. I don't know. And I mean, I ride like a seven-speed bike. There's not a whole lot of gears. <laughs> you know, it's slow. It's fine. 
Um, Does the job. So the dude with the, like, 21 gears trying to give me advice. And was like, you know what? This is my body. This is my bike. This is how we get a pill. <laughs> it's fine. T- tip number one. Uh, buy a bike with more gears. Yeah. Uh, that may be have better. been his advice, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, please. Just punch him and take his bike. Yeah. <laughs> Push him down the hill. Leave him in the downtown east side. <laughs> Ride off into the sunset. Hey, uh, do you want some tips on how to get by down here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I just, like, it would be like, sir, please give me $1,000. Thank you. I think the worst part of it was just that I spent the rest of the day, ha- like, feeling like I had been rude to him. But I was just like, I, why does that happen? Why did I believe that he had actual good advice to give me about the hill? Why did I still think they're being helpful? I don't know. I mean, I guess it comes from a good place, but it also comes from this place that suggests that, like, there is no way that anybody could ever have the knowledge that I have. Yeah. There's no way that they have any kind of richness in their life and can experience these things and develop knowledge from them. Yeah. And, I mean, it comes from a good place, but it also comes from a place of entitlement, feeling like he's entitled to give me his advice when I don't. I didn't need it, and Rather I didn't than ask, ask for, for it. it. Rather than you wanting to be helped, he yeah. just wants to be thought of as helpful, yeah. I guess. And, I and that's much more important to his narrative than whatever you're feeling. Yeah, maybe he wanted to spend the rest of his day feeling like, I helped the fat girl get up the hill. <laughs> I don't know. That's my good deed for the month. Right? Like Clearly no one's ever spoken to her before, or <laughs> extended a hand of connection. If or only anything. that were true, yeah. wouldn't that be such a peaceful existence? <laughs> <laughs> if only no one's ever spoken. Oh, they must be so lonely, like, no. No, I have a moment of fucking peace. <laughs> yeah, like, the bike ride is my best part of the day. I don't want it to be interrupted. Mm-hmm. So, And it's like, I'm not on the bus right now. I'm yeah. so happy that I'm not on the bus right yeah. now. I get to just, like, whoosh, yep. feel the wind in my hair, like, fucking leave me alone. Yeah. I'm like the one person in Vancouver who fucking hates riding a bike. I just hate it. No, I know really? lots of people who do as well. I live in New West, though. Oh, so yeah, it's like, no, okay. Yeah. That's all you had to say. New West is the hilliest place in the world. Yeah. <laughs> in the whole world. I went there yesterday world. and I thought about riding my bike and then I was like, you know, I have to walk up a hill and it I checked my Fitbit because I have one, and uh, it's so like I. it's like 16 floors to oh, get yeah. from New West Station just to the top of Royal and Eighth or whatever. Oh yeah, trust me, this yeah. is my neighborhood that yeah. you're talking so about. And I, you also have a Fitbit, and yeah. I also live on the 16th floor <laughs> of my building. So I I know I can tell you right now that it is 22 floors to okay. walk from Carnarvon up Sixth <laughs> all the way to yeah. Sixth. Sixth to sixth. Like you go up sixth street to sixth avenue from yeah, it's twenty two fucking floors. Yeah. <laughs> it's why my ass got so big. It's like it's not all fat. It's like right? a lot of that is muscle just from locomoting Sometimes up a giant I just hill. Admire it in a mirror. Like I'm kind of proud of it. My butt? And my butt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you proud have, of your butt. You have sure. a sophisticated system yeah. of mirrors that allows you to see it at all times. Like uh, nice no. work, Katie. <laughs> Yeah, no, I just creep you online a lot. Nice. And, uh, and Katie does post a daily picture of her butt on the internet. Daily. Really. It's uh, d- at Katie's butt on Twitter. <laughs> just, yeah, just send me a message. No, there's a lady on Instagram who posts her butt. Oh, so it's I, me. I actually just believed kidding. you that that <laughs> might have been you. No, it's I think good. That's... It's a good. It's not that yeah. good. It's not good enough for a daily picture. Maybe, maybe by month. She even has a hashtag. It's like booty revolution. So if you want to get in on I that. I don't know. My booty's too lazy to be a revolutionary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, butt, butt words for, uh, like, butt guvera. No, it's not good. I just thought, oh, no, I've got the Trotskys. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you look ashamed? <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Communist diarrhea joke, Katie. <laughs>
install him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was brilliant. I really liked it. Uh, oh, that's lovely. Um, I was rude to a man the other day. <laughs> Great. Tell us hey. about it. Um, I walked out of my house at 8 in the morning to like leave for work, and this guy, because I live in the neighborhood where this fair is happening right now, mm. and so people from all over town are like coming to my neighborhood. And, you know, I was just being genuine, like, I hadn't had my coffee yet, I was just being a banal lady, and I have a very smiley face. My my one professor said that I have the opposite of resting bitch face, I have, oh, like, no. resting approachable face and, like, super smiley. <laughs> and so this guy, like, smiled, and so then I smiled, and I walked, and he's like, excuse me, miss, do you live in this neighborhood? And I was like, clearly I came out of this house. So, he's like, uh-huh. He's like, do you know if this neighborhood has a lot of crime in it? And I was like why do you ask, sir? And he was like, oh, because I saw these two teenagers and they were Mexican and they were skulking around. And so I need to call the police. Do you think that, like, they were drug dealers, right? And I was like, right away. I, like, didn't even have any gene. I'm like, you're racist and that's wrong and I think that you're bad. <laughs> I just got instantly mad at him, and I was like, this is not a good way to approach it. He got so mad at me, because he's like, I'm not racist, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you led with the fact that they're Mexican, so you were suspicious of them. He's like, well, So they're you clearly drug dealers. You didn't see them. You weren't there. I'm like, that's a fair point. <laughs> you didn't see how skulky they were. I know. I was, like, I was like, fair point. I didn't see them. However, I have better things to do than, like, call the cops on teenagers. And he was just like, well, you didn't see them. I'm like, I worked in the downtown side for 10 years. I know what a fucking drug dealer looks like. And I just walked away. Oh, my God. You just, like, the queen of the quips this week. Holy shit, It was Chris. not very nice. Like, that's not actually how you should treat another human. I but... gotta be honest with you. I love how big of a bitch you are sometimes. Because yeah. I can't be. Like, I just don't have it in me. So I'm always like, yeah, do it. Like, I'm like, the, I don't know. I was going to say, like, the Lenny to your squiggy. I don't even think that's a proper... That's, like, from... But then I felt bad for, like, a lot of the day as well because yeah. I'm, like, that was legitimately, like, I overreacted. Like, my anger at him was disproportionate. Like, I could have just been, like, whatever and just walked away. But I was just, like, I have to tell this man that he's being wrong about it. And then, But I think you do have to tell those people that they're being wrong I about guess. it. Because so many of us just walk away from stuff like that and don't mm -hmm. really point it out. But he's just going to continue to go through life thinking that teenagers are drug dealers because of what they look like. Yeah. I just, like, don't care about calling the cops on drug dealers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Also true. Like, like what are they going to do? You're going to phone them and they're like, who cares? Yeah. How am I going to get my fucking drugs if I call the cops <laughs> on drug dealers? Like, this is... This it's, is you know, I have, I have feelings about, like, there are certain very predatory drug dealers, especially in the downtown east side, that, mm -hmm. like, they come out every check day... Like, at three in the morning, as soon as everyone gets their direct deposits, you know, and they are there to take thousands of dollars from people, and it's very predatory, and they obviously are very rich and don't live in the neighborhood, and it's just kind of this, like, so I, I don't like those drug dealers, but again, I still wouldn't call the cops, because the cops are parked right there, and they see it happening, yeah, they and they don't do anything. Anyway, so, like, uh, yeah. so maybe that's kind of passive, where I'm like, just let it happen, I guess, but... I have called the cops precisely once in my entire lifetime. Yeah, and it was just because, like, it's I, there was a really, a really loud domestic fight going on above me in my old house, or my old apartment, uh, just, like, down the hall from where I am now. It was just, like, slamming, screaming, that kind of stuff. This is the only time I've ever called the cops. It's like, someone sounds like they're in danger. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I ain't no snitch. <laughs> I think we both called the cops once. We, we have. lived in the same building. Yep. That was great. Didn't they buzz you when they arrived? So it was like, 
I wonder who called the cops. <laughs> like, was it on the domestic thing? Yeah. 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 That's and awkward. Yeah, that actually, yeah, I remember because, like, we could hear them arguing through my wall and you could hear them down the hallway. Yeah. So then I, yeah, called the cops, gave my whatever, and then it's like the police came and then the people fighting heard my phone ring. It was like midnight, so obviously they know who let the police in the yeah. building. I felt pretty snitchy at the same time, but like, yeah. they were... It was intense. It was intense, but then the woman was like, don't get involved and leave me alone. I was like, fuck. All right. But it's also, I mean, like, even apart from anything else, it's such a disturbance in your life, right? Like, mm. you have a certain... Yeah. That's not the, really the point, I yeah. know, but it's kind of like, you call because it's a noise complaint possibly part of that's it. That's how like, you get yeah. them to come to yeah. that thing anyway, yeah. where it's like, bylaw officer, could you please investigate and maybe someone's also in danger? Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's it's like the that's, that's complexities life. of snitching. <laughs> you really do have to weigh your options with yeah. it, especially because it's yeah. like, oh, I feel terrible for them. They don't want me involved, but I also don't want this to continue to be my, uh, you know, ambiance in the place that I live. Yeah. Like, that's a very privileged way to put it, but you know what I mean, right? Like, you want to be able to sleep. Yeah. At night in your home, yeah. When that you pay so much money for, <laughs> yeah. In when when yeah. Tamara, when you moved into my building, I was so happy because the girls that lived in that apartment for the longest time were very loud and would come home at oh. five in the morning and like <laughs> scream and fight. But you I know locked the one out and was like left her in the hallway or. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Her roommate locked her out, and she oh, okay. was, like, running up and down the stairs, like, That's yelling one I'm for somebody of. to, yeah, to let her uh, into her apartment, and it's like, obviously, your roommate does not want you in there, but we don't want you in the building. Yeah. Yikes. And she tried to, like, climb up the side of the building and, like, get into the apartment <laughs> and, like, tried to get onto my porch. I'll told that was a pretty cool building, though. Sure was. Yeah. Despite those things. <laughs> I miss that apartment building. It was kind of the best and the worst sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's the way it usually goes with those kinds of things. Occasionally I miss it. Yeah, there was a a good sweet spot where it's like all of us kind of knew everyone in the building and we were having like parties and like, you know, you'd go from apartment to apartment and like hang out and stuff. So that was fun, but I don't know. There was also some not good stuff, (laughs) which I won't talk about. (laughs) Put put enough people together in a place and that's generally, yeah. there's always some fallout. Um, I was thinking that there was another time that we thought someone had called the police on us when we had just moved into our new place. Oh, yeah? Um, Just because you and your wife were so loud? (laughs) No, not at all. Um, Yeah, it's it's mostly her. Um, But (laughs) me... Uh, when we when she when she and I moved into uh, the place that we rented down the hall again the, where we heard heard the thing above us, mm-hmm. somebody I don't think anybody called the cops on us. I think someone asked dialed the cops um, who had previously lived in our suite, and so they still had their address like connected to their phone number. So when they called like the new, the new oh. SPD got the nine one one call or whatever. Oh, so actually, nine one one is bad. I don't yeah. even know how they managed like, it, but they they like that? the cops came to our place. It was like seven thirty on a Saturday morning. We're like, is this a joke? Like. Why should we let you in? You just say you're the cops and we have to let you in. They're like, we are very much the police, so we need to come and check and make sure nobody's hurt. So we just, like, let them in, and they're like, oh, clearly you've just moved in. Like, you're in your pajamas. Like, no one's bruised or bleeding or anything. Like, Hmm. like, clearly it's fine. But it was so weird because when we opened the door, it was too beautiful women. Just (laughs) absolutely gorgeous women cops. (laughs) So, like... Hang on a second. Is this a housewarming present? <laughs> Which is very sexist, but also very sexy. So it's, <laughs> it's really hard to also be into women because then you're just like, I'm objectifying her, and she's to be very a, hot. to be a feminist and to be interested in women is is complicated. Yes. It's like, on the one hand, I hate the swimsuit issue, but on the other hand, 
hey, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and that just made me have, like, the Red Hot Chili Peppers song in my head. What? Sir Psycho Sexy, oh. where it's like, I got stopped by a lady cop in my automobile. She said, get out and spread your legs, and she tried to cop a feel. <laughs> cop, she was all dressed in blue, and she, pretty boy, I'm telling you. She probed my butt with her big black stick. I said, what's up? Now suck my dick. <laughs> Thank you, Anthony Q. for that beautiful piece of poetry. It's truly, snap, snap. truly America's <laughs> poet laureate, Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> Yeah, I would pull him over. <laughs> still, <laughs> even still, I would, I would, after all this time, I would put him in handcuffs and forcibly shave his horrible mustache off, and then I don't even know what he looks like now. He looks like a dirtbag. Yeah, he's got a big bushy mustache, and it's not a good look. Okay, no, he looks like a he looks like a very lank cop from the seventies. Like he took a cop from the seventies, but made sure that he never ate real butter in his whole life. Like yeah. just like uh, it's a little. I feel saggy. like I only know about Flea because I watched a video of him. With Coco the Gorilla. Yeah. That's like the best video I've ever yeah, seen today. Did you see that? You know what? You sent that link to me while I was on the island with bad internet access. So I, I haven't never saw I haven't it. watched it. It's I... just Flea, like, having it look like he's having a nap, and Coco the Gorilla is playing his bass. <laughs> just like flapping it with her little fingers, well, and yeah. Flea's like, like, deadpan like this is the greatest day of my entire life yes. like i have never had a day like like two children have been born of him <laughs> and he's like this is the greatest day of my life coco the gorilla isn't his daughter like an amazing photographer like documentary filmmaker so she's like filming that possibly and it's, like, this is the best day of my life and she's like, like god dad, damn it dad no. sorry clara yeah. like yep i know what flea's daughter's name is yeah. at least the first one yeah I think he's got another kid. Yeah. I don't know. Little baby of Not some kind. That kid's probably like eight now. Oh, whatever. <laughs> like, so time out of the Red Hot Chili himself. Loop. Yeah. You definitely know a lot more about them than I do. I was so. obsessed with them when I was in 10th okay. grade, I want to say. And then like so many other musical obsessions for me, it just utterly died and I don't care about them anymore, but I still like them. Their new record was really good and there's a new one coming out. Their new record? Is... Yeah. <laughs> A new a record that you got down at the record shop? Whatever. That's how I talk. <laughs> Did you go get a phosphate from the drugstore after? A malted? A malted. <laughs> an egg cream? <laughs> I want to go. There's like an like a old-timey soda shop in Burnaby or something. I like, saw that. Yeah, yeah, apparently it's very good. You it's can get like a... It's not even that far from here. You guys want to go get an egg cream? I actually been there. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's go right I now. do that. I want it. this podcast. <laughs> let's go get malted. We come back, it's just like... <laughs> For it the is, next 30 minutes. It is pretty good, though. You should go. I support this. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I will. I, love, <laughs> I do love a float or a milkshake or any number of, like, liquid desserts. Those are always fun. I never have them, though. I ah, I don't really like the texture that much of a milkshake. It's kind of thick, which is weird, because I like... You love being a thick milkshake. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I guess it's because you're always expected to get a milkshake as, like, your side with, like, your meal. And it's, like, it's a meal on its own. Oh, Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, when I see somebody order it as their beverage, I think you, you're not a refreshing. monster. That's very, it's not refreshing. It's very ambitious. It's so, <laughs> it's devotion. Yeah. <laughs> but I like a float because I like the difference in texture where you've got like the thin and then the thick Ooh, yeah. together. You know what? I would take a, I would take a float over a milkshake any day. Mm-hmm. On a slick root beer float. Pretty good. Yeah. I haven't had one in years. I want one now. Okay. <laughs> Let's go get milkshakes. Up the hill. Just up the hill. Just up the hill. And we don't even have to ride bikes to get there. We can Thank take Christ. a car. You could, though. You could ride bikes. Mm-hmm. But I won't. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> Hurts me twat. <laughs> I love how everybody's like, just ride more. You'll develop a callus. Like, that's not, you're not selling it. That's not. It's not really a place I want to develop a callus. I don't want to a callus. It's not good. So, oh, it's, yeah, you know, you don't, I don't feel anything there anymore. It's just like, 
That's what it sounds like. <laughs> That's like, I use that for things that I need to have feelings in it. Yeah. So, like what? <laughs> <laughs> Examples, please. No. Okay, fair enough. Okay, uh, so it's uh, fall. How was your week, Katie? Oh, how was my week? Uh, I was trash. Yeah. Total trash fire. Garbage fire. Total garbage fire. I saw Rory Scoville, though. That was good. He was very funny. He was very fun. I went with you. It was yeah. great. We had a good time. We laughed and we cried. A little bit of crying. Not like, too much. Crying from laughing, not yeah. crying from sadness. And I have this I have this weird thing where my f- head lolls to the yeah. left. Every time I'm laughing and Chris was like, are you looking at me to make sure that I'm laughing? I was like, <laughs> it actually really bugged me. So I'm glad, that, <laughs> like, I'm glad that we addressed it because every time there would be a punchline, Katie would look at me. I was like, not looking at her. I know. But then I was like, are you checking on me? Or are you trying to make like, sure that I'm like having a good time? Chris, like, just deal with your own shit, Katie. <laughs> it's not all about you. No. But sometimes you really want to check in and manage people's emotions, and so I was trying to see no, that you weren't no, doing I, that No, no, I have scoliosis, and my head always goes what to one side, and oh. it always goes that way, because it like I don't have the same flexibility to the right, so it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it just rolls all the time. I didn't know that. So it's like, either down or back, and it hurts like that, so I'm just doing this so visually, and no one can see it. It's fine. <laughs> just you like can see doing it. neck exercises. See, I didn't know that about you. Yeah, I got... 13 years later, I got a wobbly, still... wobbly neck. I mean, maybe one of those out of the ten times I was doing it was I ever looking at you. So I wasn't not looking at you. So yeah. you're not totally crazy. And it's like, it's not like I expect to go to comedy and just be deadpan straight ahead and nobody looks at anybody ever. But yeah. like, Tamara, you and I went to a comedy show and that's what we did. It was very polite and I liked it. We just we all just shared ahead. a table and never spoke. Who did you see <laughs> together? That was a little weird, actually, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who did we, I think we saw Charlie Demers uh, and Graham Ivan Clark. Ivan Decker? Ivan Decker, yes. All the most classic of the. Uh, it was a night that I, I won some tickets and you came with me and whatever. And we sometimes stared straight ahead. When we hang out, sometimes we're very shy and don't talk to each other. Yeah, I have a lot of social anxiety, so. <laughs> I don't know what that's like. <laughs> I like going to a comedy club. It's like going to a movie where it's like you can go with people and you can like chit chat at the beginning and then yeah. it's like now we have an activity. And, and then we're not we to talk. Yeah, where we don't talk to each other because that's rude. And then we can like chit chat after if we want to, and suits me just fine. I feel like I sat on the end too. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, 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 it happens. People have ideas about how they want to see things. Some of us have more specific ideas than others. I just go to stuff by myself a lot because it's easier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, we've talked about this a lot on the podcast, is just how pleasurable it is to do stuff by yourself sometimes. It's the thing I really like doing. Like, I went for lunch by myself today. It's pretty good. It is good. Nobody saw me, like, cramming curry into my <laughs> face and just, like, getting it everywhere. Delish. Yeah, it was, it was really good. But now I feel like I should be napping, and I'm sure that's coming across. <laughs> Like, I'm, I'm usually very high energy, and today I'm, like, really forcing it. So to, to go back to last week's podcast, we talked with our friend Kyle about emotional eating a little bit. Did you have a garbage fire week and then put curry on top oh, of I it? Oh, I put so much stuff on top of it. Like, you would not... But like, that's a great thing to put on top of a garbage week. It yeah. is. It truly is. Uh, but it wasn't even the first curry that I had this week. Um, <laughs> I... Uh, I definitely get very creative with food when I... Uh, and I think we talked about that last week as well. That I, and I, I realized, like, last night... My wife and I just, like, we were having a crappy day. We didn't want to do anything. So uh, we just didn't do anything all day. And then I was like, oh, I don't really have much in the way of real meal fit supplies here. So what am I going to do? Like, I made her French toast for dinner. Ah, uh, that's really then, nice. Yeah, because it's, like, her favorite thing. So I made her French toast and then I made myself, like, chow mein out of dry noodles I found at the back of the cupboard. It was fucking delicious, <laughs> though. Like, I just looked up all these different things and just slapped it together. But, I mean, it couldn't have been any more nutritious than a itchy bun soup or whatever, but... 
It's just like, all right, all of the old starch at the back of the pantry's coming out. I'm going to make something with it today because that's the feelings food. It feels like a Top Chef challenge. I oh, kind of love that where it's like, what do I have in the cupboard and what can I create? It's like yeah. an amazing thing. And how fast can I eat those goddamn noodles? Answer very quickly. <laughs> Two huge bowls inside of about 25 minutes. Delish. So it's like, mm, yep, up to here. My whole body is noodles now. Are you a pastafarian? Fuck off. <laughs> we, that was one thing that happened a lot on, on Gabriola Island when I was there. I like introduced, well, Ed introduced his ne- nieces and nephews to the Great Spaghetti Monster or whatever it's called. Flying Spaghetti Monster? Yeah, again, because we like made a bunch of pasta and like burned the, like burned it, burned the pot on the bottom. That was weird. What was that noise? I have no idea. I thought it was a cat, but you don't have a cat. We don't have so. any pets. <laughs> Something scratching over in the corner. I think something just... Uh... It might have just been like a hand coming up off of here. Well, or some ghosts. That spooked me out. Maybe it's ghosts. This is an old house. Mm-hmm. Huh. Maybe we have ghosts. Or maybe it's somebody coming up the stairs. <laughs> it might just be somebody coming up the stairs. Ooh, spooky. I want to pretend it's ghosts. I'm so yeah, spooked. me too. I'm choosing to believe it's ghosts. It's definitely ghosts. Ghosts. Mm-hmm. Do you have unfinished business? <laughs> no, the ghost is fine. <laughs> okay. Ghost Good. is chill. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> you worried about my pets with me or something? Well, yeah, Katie, you are. You creep me out talking about your fucking <laughs> rats. I have pet rats, and Chris okay. is very unhappy about it. It's fine. No, they're supposed to be smart. They're wonderful, and right. she just hates their tails. They do have creepy tails. They and do have creepy tails. It's their creepy little oh, fucking tails. paws, and they scribble around. Uh, they don't like gross me out, but they just like I don't like them. <laughs> Did you? They're, they're so not human, but they have a couple aspects of them that are very human, and I think that's really unnerving, because they do have, like, little hands. They're mm-hmm. like raccoons, kind of, in <laughs> that way. valley bullshit. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit like a raccoon, in that it's like, oh, you're a dirty little trash pest. It's like, <laughs> but some people find you very cute, and I don't mm-hmm. understand it. I just don't like, I like both. pets in cages okay. that have to, like, dig around in a sawdust, and they pee in it, and it smells bad. I had bad experiences with hamsters, and... <laughs> Uh, I'm kind of the rats, afraid of them. The rats are actually litter trained already, so they oh, just have like good. a little like triangle sized box in the corner of the cage, and that's the only place they poop and pee. So I guess they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to like them or ever even look at them. Don't worry. You post pictures of them on Tumblr, and I don't know how to block text. <laughs> <laughs> I'll teach you. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I've been really enjoying them. They're lovely pets, and I really love them. And we haven't been able to have other pets, so. So it's nice, and we just kind of chill with them for a couple hours a day. Mm-hmm. Make little, little like, towel they really nests into, for yeah, them. Yeah, little nests and stuff. Yeah. You do cute. that with your puppy. <laughs> That's I very cute. You have a puppy? I live in a blanket nest. Yeah, I have a Boston Terrier French Bulldog. Yes. Oh, my God. It's That's, like, the most... Yeah. Well, I don't know if so. yeah, I mean I like them. I I feel like I shouldn't like them cuz it's like, oh, they could barely have a baby cuz their <laughs> heads are true. so huge. Like they're so like demonically uh, uh what's the word? This is the the genetic experimentations that have happened to dogs and domestication yeah. is a little alarming to me, but I also think they're so cute. She would also be, like, the worst mother, so <laughs> she's spayed. It's fine. it's fine. There would be no babies. <laughs> She'd be, like, the mother that you see out at, you know, 11 p.m., and she's not home with her puppies. <laughs> she just That's like, okay. I mean, maybe somebody's watching them, but I know with my dog, nobody would be watching no, them. Your dog like, likes to party. Yeah, she does like to party, and she likes to hang out, so it's a good balance. She just put on, like, Daniel Tiger on Netflix or whatever, and just go <laughs> and be like, all right, don't set anything on fire. Yeah, 
It's going to be okay. How yeah. old is she? She's five. Have you had her since she was a baby puppy? Um, I got her when she was about six months old, so she was kind of a little bit broken at that point already. So she hates kids. Like, hates kids. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. How, do you also hate kids? Uh, not really. <laughs> I don't, I'm not around them a lot. I mean, my friend has a five-year-old. I went over and played Risk yesterday, and he right beat me at Risk, so A five-year-old cool. beat you at Risk? He, yeah. Get your shit together, <laughs> It was only my second time, and he just, like, kept coming at me with his army, and he thought it was hilarious. That's, okay, this child is... <laughs> possibly Damien, like a demon, because what five-year-old likes strategy games? I don't know. Sorry, I'm sorry for the parents of this child. I didn't mean to insult this child. I'm just terrified of a child that's five and likes risk, because I don't trust somebody who's 50 and likes risk. I don't know. He's pretty cool. So, yeah. He's going to be like a leader of the Canadian army at some point. I don't know. No, he's going to be way too weird for that. Yeah. Yeah. And probably covered in or tattoos. Just the world, yeah. the world's best risk player. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. But, I mean, my dog hates him. He came over once and she had to, like, put her on a leash so she wouldn't attack him. It's She just, terrible. like, comes at kids all the time? Uh, well, my neighbors have three kids. There's twin girls and then a younger boy. And they have a trampoline and they like to jump on the trampoline and bark at her. So Ooh. this is why she hates kids. <laughs> because... The kids next door are terrible to her. Wow. And then she just runs up to the fence and, like, tries to jump the fence. Luckily, it's, you know, too tall for her. But... Oh, so she just tried so hard. But I'm terrified that one day she's going to, like, jump on something else and get over the fence. And I've told them not to tease her, but, you know. What shitty kids? Yeah, they're pretty terrible. <laughs> they're really rich. I don't know. <laughs> That's the worst. Family's it's... just kind of letting them do whatever all the time, so... <laughs> Asshole, gotta teach them right from wrong, man. <laughs> no, let yeah. the dog teach them right from no, wrong when she bites their faces no, off. That'll be bad because they're gonna have to do something bad to the dog. Yeah. No, let's not talk about that. No. Yeah, I try. I've, I've the tried. dog made it's it look just... like an accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make it look like they fell off the trampoline. She'll just like chase them off the trampoline and they'll fall, <laughs> and the dog won't have touched them at all. <laughs> I mean, she's afraid of them, yeah. which is why she hates them. So I don't think she would actually ever we attack anybody. Fear. Isn't isn't that just the way? We yeah. All hate <laughs> But yeah, she's her a name? bit of a demon. It's B. It's short for the beast. That's adorable. <laughs> yeah. It's very cute. She's pretty cute. She farts a lot. You have to put a picture of the dog up. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I've got a million photos of the dog. No. I have a problem. You're kidding. <laughs> yeah. Pictures of this, uh, like, Pinterest-ready dog. <laughs> <laughs> she's on Instagram, yeah. She, she doesn't to... have her own Instagram account. It is not quite that far. But, but your Instagram is basically just her Instagram? Yeah, pretty much. She likes to cuddle in blanket nests. What can you do? You have to take pictures of that. It's, it's the cutest. terrible, though, because she wakes up in the middle of the night and, like, we'll go get some water and then come back and then insist on making another their nest so she wakes me up because she's trying to get under the blankets and that's my life now <laughs> building nests still probably less frustrating than a human child that's probably true i mean i can put her in a box and go out for the day so you're not allowed to do that to a child unfortunately yeah. they give you those boxes like the swedish kid box you can't just leave them yeah in there. No, no that's a that's a bed <laughs> Was that? Was it? You can't just close the lid and put them in a closet. (laughs) I sleep in a drawer. (laughs) Oh Oh my god! 
I, uh, we were looking after a little whippet dog the other day and he was so shivery and so anxious and just like shaking constantly. And then we brought his little bed in and then he sat in it and he was still shaking. And then once I put a blanket around him, he just like melted. I'm like, you're a prime candidate for a thunder shirt, little dog. Like, like compression vest. It's like an all the time shirt. Like, uh, I've just been cold too. I guess. Anxious. (laughs) I guess. It helped anyway. He like curled up and went to sleep. And I realized that like, the way that I treat dogs and cats and children is kind of the same, where it's like, they're so cute, they're so nice, I just want them to curl up and nap and be cute and quiet and stay there. <laughs> and not do stuff. Yeah. Definitely don't scrabble. <laughs> no scrabbling. I'm going to make you a, a bespoke sign that says no scrabbling allowed with apostrophe in. Yes. You were making fun of me it's for a like... no scrabbling zone. You were making fun of me for hating your rats, but then wanting babies, and it's yeah. like, I was like, ugh, they just, like, they just, like, poop in their weird corner. Because, like, a child will poop in your face, Chris. <laughs> Maybe even in your mouth. You don't know. Yeah. At least the rats have shame. <laughs> I don't know. They're Too pretty big. good about not, like, pooing on me, though. Ugh. Peeing, on the other hand, that's a totally different story. Do you kiss your, let your rats kiss you on the mouth? I like this face of not wanting to admit to it. Uh, Please don't make me admit to it. You know I can't lie to you. (laughs) I let them kiss me on the mouth. (laughs) Do you let your dog kiss you on the mouth? Uh, she is a poo eater, so yeah. Like it's not really a question of letting her. Yeah, Yeah. I mean she's fast, but I try not to let her because you don't let it go on too long. It's hard to know because I mean a lot of people don't clean up their after their dogs in my neighborhood, so sometimes she'll find a snack and you have to be fast. Oh, God. Yeah, she's uh, gross. This is what I mean. She was kind of broken when I got her. So. <laughs> she's a bit nuts. She's yeah. a bit of a nut, nuts little, little pup. Yeah. I played a wedding on Saturday, and the ring bearer was a puppy in a tuxedo <laughs> with a pillow on its back. Did it do a good job? It did a very good job. Oh, it was good. led by, like, a little kid. I think it was the son of the couple, but, like, I don't know any details about people when I the played dog? a wedding. The dog? The no, the little oh. boy leading the dog on the leash. <laughs> But then the dog in the tuxedo, as they were doing their vows, jumped up on the the bride or groom's, I don't care, uh, father, and licked him in the mouth. Was it a big dog? No, it was like a little, like, scruffy puppy uh, in a tuxedo. I don't know if you heard that part. That was the best part. I did. I just didn't really suggest the size of the dog. Yeah. But then it was just like, do you so-and-so take other bland boring person to be your partner <laughs> the dog interrupted by jump and then they had Aww. they had a team of four videographers so all of them caught the wow, the four yeah Is they that caught normal the, mm, i don't know People it was like a team lot. i don't know about weddings the, like, it was it a just... 200 person wedding at a super fancy golf course fully catered open bar that sounds like my nightmare and like yeah this guaranteed it costs like, forty thousand dollars yeah two djs and like sound tech people and then a team of like four it was like photography and videography together and they, like, came and, like, filmed us, like, performing, like, the song that wow. we had arranged for them, which was from Twilight. Oh, I hate these people. This is my nightmare. <laughs> like, actual nightmare. I paid a lot. Yes, we did. Uh, they also <laughs> got, like, the basic wedding package that was, like, Pachelbel's Canon, Please, which is my most hated song. And mm. then they also had, like, the reading from Corinthians, Love is Patient, Love is Kind. I'm oh. like, 
They got the starter pack. Love is like, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So I don't know. The starter pack. I, I just like, I have a hard time like keeping a nice smile on my face the whole time. Oh god, god. please hire me to play your <laughs> You will be so fucking funny. I won't, I won't be hating you the whole if time. If they I listen swear. to this, ooh. Oh no. <laughs> you know what would be so fucking they funny? They didn't have my contact information at all. Oh good, okay. Through somebody else. Ah, ah, no one ah, needs ah. to know. You know what would be I so still need work. <laughs> fucking funny to me is if you went to this, like went to any of these weddings just have like a, a bogus gift stuffed in your bag so like if they were really terrible then you could go to the gift table when no one's looking and leave a thing like leave this gift there and then they would open it days later and it would be like divorce lawyer information oh, no. <laughs> or like divorce through mediation <laughs> or like just like guidebooks on how to get divorced just easily from nobody like just an anonymous gift yeah oh that's so dark yeah <laughs> yeah you, you would sow such a terrible seed yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. Saboteur. Uh, I like this devious side of Katie. Yeah, it doesn't come out very often. It seems very evil, but but like it. the whole like song from Twilight. Yeah, it come on actually is a very pretty song. Once sure we it like is. played it in a string trio. Like, Just it played was Muse at them instead. Yeah. all the other stuff that was on the Twilight time. Fucking saw like, all the movies. Is that yeah. like tender piano? Yes, okay. there it's their wedding song. No, from Twilight. We'll put up a bit link to that. I don't know. Like Do we have I to? know that I should remember this because I've seen it i watched it for science but <laughs> yeah no no okay. it's fine it's I, it's, fine. none of it's memorable except the absolute worst parts of it like uh where she goes flying off the motorcycle in new moon i think <laughs> you know where she, she's like ah I'm, I'm gonna live very violently because edward doesn't like me anymore and then she like revs his motorcycle and flips and then hits her head on a rock but it's like the funniest <laughs> fucking stunt move pratfall i've ever seen where she's like Whoa! <laughs> It's very inelegant, you know, and it does not have any drama in the scene whatsoever. She's like, I have no will to live. Bang. Like, it's just oh, so excessive. It's Noelle and I played a drinking game. We went and saw all of the Twilight oh, the I went theater. with you, Yeah, too. right. The, we saw the second one anyway, and it yeah. was like, every time the wolf boy takes off his shirt, drank, every time the... You were hammered. Yeah, every time the girl bites her lip, every time the guy, like, musses his hair or something like that. I just love that Robert Pattinson thing where he's like, I hated it so much. I was purposely rumpled. They put a fucking wire in my collar of my <laughs> the, shirt. The most to make pretentious it, like... example, or the most exact, most pretentious example of fucking what was it like, artificial rumpledness or yeah, something disheveled. like that. Mm. Yeah. Pretentious dishevelment yes. is what he said. Ugh. Yeah. Robert, yeah, what I, a fun guy. I do, I do love him very much for how much he hated it. I'm always so confused that he's like dating that really awesome lady in yeah. real life. FKA yeah. Twigs. Yeah. yeah, he must be cool. He must be because, because it, otherwise it makes absolutely no he sense. He also has lots of dollars. Yeah, yeah. he's not horrible looking. He looks a bit like a foot, but yeah, he looks a bit like a foot. He looks a bit like a foot. <laughs> I am not the first person to say that Robert Pattinson looks a bit like a foot. I don't understand. If you Google Robert Pattinson looks like a foot, there are many results. He looks a little hungry. Sure. Yeah. For blood. Yeah. (laughs) Blood, I'm a vampire. I think the only thing I know is Twilight, so for me, I'm like, why is she dating this He's also Cedric Diggory from Harry Potter. Yeah, I don't really do Harry Potter. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. (laughs) I tried. It's one of those things where I'm like, it's kind of weird, but I get it. Like, yeah, I tried. It's like I don't like. It's like saying I don't like potatoes. Kind of. I'm like, I respect that. It's a little odd. Like, I I mean, it's everywhere. They're ubiquitous. I really like potatoes either. (gasps) Now that you mention it, my God, (laughs) who are you? It's fine. More for us. Speaking of cheesy cornball songs, so I played the wedding on Saturday, and then on Sunday I got to play with the accordion or, hmm? or no, it's the squeeze box circle 
accordion orchestra and it's it was a whole bunch of you know lovely folks that play accordion and they wanted guest vocalists for this accordion noir festival so i played outside in a public place and sang get lucky and bad romance <laughs> with <laughs> accordion back it was like accordion karaoke it was how to go it went really well and i was like it was interesting to sing those songs and just be so sincere about it and i just had a really good time <laughs> I really like Bad Romance. It was fun to sing. And we even did the rah, rah. Mm-hmm. You like, gotta do the rah, rah. Otherwise, yeah. it's not Bad Romance. Yeah, I know. And it was, like, luckily I had some people sing with me. Like, my friends came and sang with me, which was good. Yeah. But it, it was like, this is very cheesy, and we could be making fun of this, but, like, all the accordion players are so earnest and sweet, and I really like this song. So I did it with so much sincerity that, like, <laughs> I felt really good. Could you, could you imagine, like, a truly black-hearted accordion player? Like, like somebody who's just very, like, self-serving and devious, who's like, Ugh! Like, just, it's not one of those sexy instruments that you could picture the devil playing. Uh, I don't know, Jeff Burner. He's I don't got, know who Jeff Burner is. He's, like, this accordion punk rock guy, and he writes a lot of songs about, like, anti-gentrification, and, like, he's, they call him the whiskey rabbi, because he just, like, drinks and rants at stuff. Oh, okay. And, I was like, because Tom Waits passed on that title? Well, I guess, right? But he was once quoted as saying, also, like, presumably isn't Jewish. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, that Jeff Burner was once quoted as saying that D minor is not just a key, it's a lifestyle, and that's how he lives his life. Wow. Like, so he's pretty dark. No, dark no, I'm like, you could player. be a pretentious accordion oh. player, apparently. <laughs> but I was like... <laughs> I mean, I love that, but I also hate that, yeah. right? Like, ever a feeling of ambivalence with somebody who really takes himself seriously. Yeah. Even if I totally agree with them, I'm just like, you're fucking ridiculous. <laughs> if you can't make fun of yourself, I don't know how we can be friends kind of thing. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, it's a lifestyle. Whenever anybody describes what they do as a lifestyle, I'm ready to just be like, okay. <laughs> okay, Captain CrossFit or whatever. Well, that's its own thing. That's its own episode, probably. Oh my God. I don't know. I definitely heard some people on a first date and he was detailing his workout regime and Ooh. she looked so bored. <laughs> it no. was really sad. I was like, you know, you can just leave. <laughs> can we just tell the internet or if there are men listening, don't do that. <laughs> Don't talk about themselves don't, exclusively. No, or? just don't talk about your workout regime. Like nobody cares, and like unless you're at the gym and somebody's or unless asked you. she's expressed interest yeah. in all the squats you do. I don't know. In our second date, I'm gonna tell you about my macronutrient <laughs> profiles. <laughs> oh yay! <laughs> she just like walks in front of a bus. <laughs> Oh, I see. But the thing is, if I was in that situation, I would have a really hard time saying, I am not interested in this. Please, can we talk about something else? Like, mm. How do you say that nicely and still remain on a date? I think I, you have to just distract them with I something tr- else. I really don't know. If that person is, like, that's their go-to topic of conversation, I would kind of be like, okay, I don't want to be on this date anymore, and then I would leave. But, yeah. like, I don't know. I think yeah. I would wonder how I ended up there. Like, what went wrong? <laughs> Which flags did I miss that this is happening to me? You were set up me? by some, like, folksy, uh, yeah. like, matchmaker or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, I usually know enough to run away. I, I'm on OkCupid, but I don't reply to pretty much anybody, so. They're not good. Do I... you have a few, like, screener things, or you just know? <laughs> like... Oh, I have, um... You just mentioned that, and I have a friend, Chelsea, who sent me, uh, she was posting something on Facebook saying, I really wish that someone would um, 
teach me how to do a blur, like on a screenshot on my iPhone, because I really want to start posting these things from OkCupid. And I was like, hey, how about you don't blur them and right. you just send them to me <laughs> and so that I can scream about them with you. And so, like, so, oh, I, I um, because I, she, she had a couple that she sent to me and I, I won't, I won't, like, give any of the information on the people who sent it, but maybe I'll just, like, if I can read a part of it without, <laughs> yes. without too much detail, it might and be And I'll really let you know if I've already received the exact same message. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I've compared well, with somebody where we got the exact Oh message. my god! And she called him out on it, and I was like, I just didn't reply, but at least now I know where this was going based on the response he gave to her. So. Was he so angry or something? No, he. Was it like was just like, babe, personal question. <laughs> Why are you so pretty? <laughs> yeah, that's a very personal yeah. question. <laughs> yeah. What did what well, did okay. this person say when your friend was like, hey, you sent that to my friend too? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I okay. was just like, oh, I've received the exact same thing. This Ooh. is so... Because I, I, I'm, I'm posting this having not said my friend's last name and not uh, given any information about user info um, and I don't think that... She wanted to post these so I feel like it's probably okay your but ass, I will... Your ass is fully covered. I yeah, guess. yeah. I, but I'll run it by her before we actually release the episode. Make sure that we don't have to pull it out. <laughs> <about it. laughs> don't do it? Okay, well, so fine. Fun. All right. Yeah, don't do it. Okay, how about this? Wow, reading your profile is like reading my own. We are practically the same person except you have less sausage and more holes. Ew! Ew. <laughs> And then there's more. Then there's more stuff about introvert, more introvert extrovert information. Like and then, but like his picture is just a picture of him with a semi in underpants, which is just like on a like if you're a a man trying to date a woman on a website, like don't put the same picture you would for Grinder. Like you're talking to a totally different audience. It's not like women who like men aren't interested in in dick info, but like. Usually you don't want that to be the first thing. Yeah, you don't want to lead with that. No. Oh, and this, I'm just going to show you the picture of Buddy because no, it's so you. good. <laughs> uh, we got, oh yeah, why don't I ever get any, okay, so first was oh, just a bunch no. of smiley faces and banana emojis. And then why do I never get any responses? I don't understand you girls. 98% of you never write back. Just hey, not interested would be better than crickets. I see oh. you come visit, but then nothing. <gasps> because yeah. you led with a bunch of smiley faces and bananas like that's hey, not yeah. interesting yeah. yeah like your dick let your dick be a nice surprise yeah maybe like don't don't like try to give spoiler alert us on it like you know what i mean just hmm. <laughs> i want to find out about someone's dick when we're already making out and my hand goes there yeah. and i'm like yeah. oh interesting oh and you i know? need to talk to you first to determine if i want to make out yeah and i yeah, I don't yeah. want banana emojis to be. Yeah, yeah. just suge- it's not even information about it. It's just suggestions about it. Like, hey, do you remember, you know, what bananas look like? <laughs> yeah. Eggplant emoji, eggplant emoji, you know? peach emoji. <laughs> I like to Gross. just do, like, the pointing finger emoji and then the okay symbol emoji. Just <laughs> And I send that to everybody. It doesn't, it's just like, eh, 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 eh. And they're like, would you want to have sex with me? I was like, no, I just want to joke about how funny sex is with you. <laughs> Aren't the mechanics of it ridiculous? <laughs> Well, one kind of sex, anyway. Yeah. There are so many kinds yeah. you could have. Yeah. You could have it uh, sideways, <laughs> upside downsies, I think is one of them. Backsy uh, fortsies. <laughs> you can do the uh, diagonal fandango. I don't actually know how sex works. <laughs> I've never had it. I just, like, I don't understand why people, like, start the conversation with something so banal. Like, and, and I see this in, like you know, guys texting or whatever. Like, I have not dated anyone for almost 10 years, so it's like I'm a bit out of the loop, but I see lots and lots of hilarious screenshots, so I'm very grateful to everyone for sharing those things. But they just yeah. lead with, hey, yeah, whatever. And it's like, 
is there something you wanted to talk to me about? Yeah. No, nothing. Just hi. Like you need a you need a bid. Like that's what a first message needs is a bid. Like something that's like inspires you to either answer or makes you curious about them. Like, yeah. it has to be something. It has to be something hooky. Yeah, like, why not tell me something that you're interested in that's not your own dick? Like, I know that you're very interested in that. Guess what I'm playing with right now. It's like, <laughs> oh, is it your dick? Like, no, it's a delicious, deliciously adorable puppy. Would you like to play with it? Like, yeah, I would, actually. <laughs> Wait, are you, do I have to meet you in a panel van? Like, I don't... How's this gonna work? I occasionally feel bad. For the men on there. Because mm. I think it's just, for them, it's like a numbers game. They're just trying to send out as many messages. Yeah. But, like, do you want to hang out with somebody that you can tell clearly sends the same message no. to everybody? Yeah. No. I, I see. <laughs> I, I feel sometimes, like, I shouldn't feel bad for them, but I do. Yeah. Like, I'm just, A, I'm trained to. Yeah. Like, yeah. totally trained to feel empathy for men at all times. Even yep. when I'm going, like, they're fucking stupid. Mansplanation. Manspreading. <laughs> yeah. Man. Portman. Portmanto. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Sorry, that was really funny like that. <laughs> but it's like, you do feel bad. And like, I, I hear a lot of men talk about like, it's really, really hard. I feel like I have to approach women. They don't approach me. Like, mm -hmm. and so like, if even... I approach them too hard, it's well, like molesty. Yeah, or like, what do you even do? Like, how do you even meet people? That whole fucking thing about like the, how to talk to a woman with headphones that exploded everywhere where oh it's God. like, but the guy was just like, you need to just approach lots of women because they won't approach you. And it's like, well, that's true. And like... Maybe that's okay, and maybe people don't date all the time. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know what the... I do. I have historically approached men. I'm mm -hmm. not... Like, if I'm interested... If I've been interested in a guy in the past, I'll... If I'm interested in someone, usually I'll reach out unless I've already built them up in my head and I'm too afraid of the rejection to do anything about it. But, like, or could it just be, hey, let's start, like, let's talk and then read the room, and then if it's not, like... Don't interrupt somebody, but if mm -hmm. they happen to be, like... I read a book at a bar sometimes... And someone might be like, hey, what are you reading? At a bar? I think that's actually kind of appropriate because it's a little bit, like, weird. It's a social place. It's, it's a social place, yeah. So if I was like, leave me alone, I just want to be here with my beer, like, I could say that and they could be like, okay, cool, bye. Or I could be like, oh, it's this, and I will normally mm -hmm. get into a conversation. That's really fun. And then yeah. if the person and I have yeah. good chemistry, then we'll, like, flirt and then I'll have to be like, hey, I have a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I love flirting so much. But I think, it's, I think it is interesting to, like, like dial that back into the conversation is, like, the I do have some sympathy for, yeah. like, for straight men who are, I know it's so ridiculous to say it, like, I do have some sympathy for straight men, especially ones who don't have someone in their life. I know. Because it sucks to be lonely. You're told that you're supposed to, that you're not, like, you have no game at all if you don't have someone in your yeah. life, you know? So, like, I get the desperation and the sense of, uh, you know, um, feeling like you can't approach somebody because then you're, like, a scary rapist or something. Mm -hmm. Because it's not, it, it does kind of come down that way where we've, I, I'm treading in an uncomfortable place, yeah, right? Where I'm, I'm kind of, like, thinking that, you know, should you never approach a woman? And I there are a lot of people who say, no, you never should. And part of me is like, yeah, please, just never approach me. But maybe if guys could just learn to take no, yeah. would be better than just never approaching someone. If somebody's yeah. just like, actually, no, thank you, and they took that seriously, then I would have no problem being approached. But if I, if I, I do have the fear of someone mm -hmm. being like, oh, I'll fuck you, I'll kill you. Yeah, I think it's those people who have ruined it for everybody, yeah, really. Because now I just assume that's the default setting because mm -hmm. I've experienced it. Yeah, so many, so many times. times. So many right? times, yeah. And it's like, you don't know as a guy if the person you're approaching has had that happen to them all the time. But you know what? Numbers game, most yeah. women have had yeah. someone freak out on them when they weren't 
anything more than sunshiny and polite to them, which is why sometimes I get scared being, like, a bitch, but sometimes I just can't help it. Yeah. But, like... Just gotta come out. But, like, I'm small, and I could be easily murdered. Yeah. Very easily just crushed. Oh, no. You know? But it hasn't happened so far. I've been pretty lucky. (laughs) Tenacious. You know? But, like... It could, I've, I've had people blow up when I've brushed them off or whatever. It's like, well, you think you're better than me, fucking bitch, I'm gonna follow you and whatever. Yeah. And it's like, that's really scary. So now I don't know what to do. Do I ignore the person? If you ignore them, then they're gonna freak out. If you say no, then they freak out. If you play along with them, then they won't leave you alone for the rest of your life. And then there's no winning. You know? and this is why you just wear headphones when you don't want to talk to anybody. Bingo, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> so I will happily keep my headphones in all the time and fuck yeah. you. I've had, I've been tapped and take out your headphones. And I'm just like, no, right? <laughs> this is a social cue. And I put them back. <laughs> I don't know what, what happened in the last few years. I don't know if it's just that I either aged out of being approached or if I made enough of a name for myself as an anti-harassment crusader that <laughs> people were like, hey, is that that bitch from TV? You better not, <laughs> better not touch her boob. You know, like, I wonder... I wonder if that has something to do with it or if it's just the fact that I look so gay now. You look like, so gay I now. look so gay now. So, so men are just like not going to bother because clear signs more so than ever a pair of headphones ever was. Yeah, I just love it. <laughs> Did we already say this where it was just yeah. like, you know, why would anyone assume that I'm a lesbian except that I look super gay and I'm married to a woman? It's so weird. <laughs> why would anyone assume? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. No, it is pretty funny. But, like, uh, now when people approach me, and people still do approach me while I have headphones on, but generally they speaking... They want directions they want, somewhere. They always want directions. And I guess I just look like I'm from Vancouver. Yeah. Which is great, because I am. And that you're competent and know stuff. And this, uh, this lady will help me. This lady, this lady looks like she moonlights as a clown, so she's probably fun. I don't know. Like, it's weird though I always thought piercings and weird hair would save me from conversations but I think it does yeah not. I'm not scary looking enough I need to up my scary game mm-hmm. no it became derriger I think to kind of look like I, I sort of think that we look like we're like going to the same casting call or yeah. something it's like you have some like it would say alternative yeah. in scare quotes probably <laughs> be like maybe has a women's studies degree totally like, yeah. yeah between 25 and 35 looks like they might bust a ball or two mm-hmm. like, dark, yeah dark glasses and colorful hair and facial yeah. piercings and yeah. tattoos and yeah oh jeez yeah. yeah, I think that that's <laughs> what I saw. He's like, I was like, yep, we definitely look like we belong on the same podcast at least. Uh, it makes me want to get thick glasses just so I can fit in, you guys. Well, you can't. You I can't. used to have a tongue ring. When did you take that out? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. I don't remember. My dentist finally broke me. Oh, that happened to me too. <laughs> yeah, they were just like, oh, it must have been like maybe three years ago or something. Hmm. But it was always so far back that people couldn't really see it anyway, but it was, like, my secret, like, Mm. alternative thing where it's, like, all my tattoos are hidden and my facial piercings were hidden. And so I could, like, pass for, like, I could pass for normal. But do you know, sheeple, that I'm actually... (laughs) Sheeple. Fucking sheeple. I'm actually secretly super bad. (laughs) That's so boring. You got rid of your tongue ring, like, three years ago, and I was only... Only just now have I been, like, oh, I guess you haven't had that in, like... Mm -hmm. Maybe even four years ago, I was like, oh, you still have that. Yeah. Uh, but I have people who I've been friends with for five or six years go, when did you get your lip pierced? <laughs> and I have to be like, I lied about my age when I was 15 and yeah. got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I've had it for a while. Like, I've just never noticed it. Yeah. 
That's weird. So my, uh, my dentist finally, because it was like, my tongue ring was far enough back, it wasn't doing any damage to my teeth, because they were like, oh, it's going to chip the top of your yeah. teeth, right? Mm-hmm. And it just never did, so I was so smug every time I went in, I was like, see, it's still fine, and they were like, you still should take it out, it's bad. And then I would like get the, what I loved was getting the 3D x-ray, and I could see the ball, like, whatever, yeah. the barbell thing yeah. in there, and I thought it looked so fun. <laughs> um, and then finally they were like, oh, now there's a new problem. It's rubbing away at the lower gum inside your mouth, mm. and now you have nerve damage. Let me floss you and show you. And I was like, fuck, no. babe, it worked. I took it out right away. <laughs> <laughs> and I still have a hole in there. Do you? Mm, a little oh. one. I don't know. My tongue's probably all gross. <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. I don't the know. human body is a horror How long show. did you have it for? Um... Ten years? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That sounds about That's right. That's how long I had mine, too. Yeah. And then it had always been crooked, so I think I just got annoyed with it. Mm-hmm. I've been yeah. thinking about taking my lip piercing out, but I also kind of, like, would feel really weird if I did. I f- like, it's so mm. part of my face now. Yeah, I don't know if I can let you do that. Okay. <laughs> it still, <laughs> it still hasn't given me any teeth problems, uh, according to my dentist. They're, they're, I even have switched dentists, and they've been like, yeah, it seems fine. But I have had it for so long, and I think, like, if I took it out, then I would have a really pronounced scar forever. Yeah. And so there would just be something there anyway. I have a scar, too. Oh, oh hey! Yeah. See, yeah. I didn't notice it until you showed me. Yeah. But that's because of the shadows in here. used to have additional face holes. Now you just have, just have the one yeah. face hole. Yeah. So more holes than sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely more God. holes You're than sausage. You're just like me, except you got more holes than sausage. <laughs> like, there is absolutely no way to sound more like a serial murderer. Yeah. Like, you could have just been like, except I have a penis and you have a <laughs> vagina. It's like, oh, I have more sausage because I make the casings out of human skin. <laughs> yeah, basically. I have all this sausage because I'm uh, the demon barber of Fleet Street. In yeah. fact, would you like to demon be my... Demon barber Sweeney Todd. Would you like to be my Mrs. What the fuck is the name of that character? I forget. I don't know. Mrs. Havisham? Mrs. No, that's from Great Expectations. Helena Bonham Carter? Yeah. That is the name of the actress who portrayed her. But or I mean, Angela Lansbury in the original kind of Broadway. Yeah, I, I don't... Just Mrs. Meat Pies, we'll call her. <laughs> Please don't tell me who it was, because I fucking hated that musical. I have no idea. I don't, like, I just really know about musicals. I just didn't like them. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. I'm like, okay, I don't you, like Harry Potter, I don't like said, musicals. You're like, I like riding bikes. I'm like, what do we have in common other than the fact that we look like we're going to the same casting uh, call? We look like weirdos. Um, yep. I don't know. I can't knit. Well, you could you're learn. Like, Obviously, I can. Yeah. Look at this. You knit, you knit your sweater. I, I love did. knitwear so much, and it makes me feel like I should take up knitting, because then I would have sweaters all the time, but it just seems like so much work. When <laughs> it scare you off, I started this sweater in February, <laughs> and I gave up in the summertime, and then I really pushed ahead. But I mean, I watched like all of Game of Thrones again while watch- while knitting this. Mm. So it's like, it, this is an investment. You were just like knitting fine. and just being like, winter is coming. Winter, winter is, is coming. coming. That is something about, <laughs> about any kind of visual art that I really envy. Cause I'm not really, I mean, it's not that I don't do visual art. It's just not, it's not, I don't consider it my thing. Like mm-hmm. I, uh, so I don't have a thing I can do an art that I can do while I watch or listen to something mm-hmm. like I've, I'm, cause I'm writing usually. So I can't like listen to a podcast while I'm writing. Um, I could do that if I'm drawing or something, but like, I one thing I did have done is I'm working on this absolutely stupid denim vest that I've been working on for. The, here's the thing: is it doesn't look cool because it looks try hard. Is because it's like well put together, but it's like all stiff from it's not so wearing sincere. it. It's too sincere. Like everything I do, it's entirely too earnest and it's uncomfortably so. Or somebody will see me wearing it and be like. 
Yeah, she's got some strong feelings about things, so obviously. So like, embroidering it? Well, I painted... Patches? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I painted the back with, you're not going to appreciate this, but a Hufflepuff logo. Because <laughs> I identify very strongly with I that particular Hogwarts house. I mean, I know it's a house, but it's I don't... It's a Harry Potter. I don't know what it thing. looks like. And then, you know, I've added some other stuff. I got, like, a Jeff Goldblum appreciation patch. Oh, no, I can appreciate that. Okay, great. Okay. Now, Is it that one where he's, like, leaning back? He's, like, it just has It just says Jeff Goldblum, appre- oh, okay. Goldblum appreciation There's society. one where he's, like, a pin-up girl style, like... Oh, I've seen it. From okay. Jurassic Park. Yeah, no, I almost... But, yeah. I just like yeah. I'd, if I was a millionaire, I'd definitely have a gold bloom room. There <laughs> Jeff is... Gold room. <laughs> <laughs> we found it. We found the thing that you guys like to get. Okay, there good. we go. Hey. There's a Facebook account right. that's the same photo of him every day. Yeah, yeah. same photo. It's called the same photo of Jeff Goldblum every day. And every day I see it, and I'm so delighted. <laughs> is it the one where he's like? Yep, yep. He's <laughs> <laughs> making a shush motion. He's so, my friend Megan, who's the only person I know who likes Jeff Goldblum more than I have, I do, met him in New York, went to like one of his jazz nice. concerts or whatever, and she's like, she's like, oh, I met him, I met him. I was like, what did he smell like? She's like, I don't know, I wasn't paying attention. I'm like, oh my God. Megan, you fucked up. Yeah. I need to know. <laughs> I need to know what Jeff Goldblum smells like so I can finish my model. <laughs> What is his cologne so I can buy it and spray it on my life-size like, body pillow? Like, I don't think the Dracar Noir is doing it for me right now. It smells too much like a junior high. I know that Daddy Goldblum wouldn't smell that way. I don't call anyone Daddy. That's disgusting. I'm sorry. I imagine he smells like vetiver or something, like, fresh and beautiful now or something. No, I'm really curious. Like, he smells like ocean waves and... Sage and as like in this, uh, I was reading a lot of historical fiction. It's like it smells like his masculine musk or whatever. Oh, so like he doesn't wash his dick is what it smells oh, like. No, <laughs> no, that's what that means. Ew. I just like man armpit smell. It's good. Okay. It's good. <laughs> that reminds me of this picture that I've seen like a hundred times. Like because it was in my body shop book that I bought growing up because I was obsessed with the body shop. I don't know if I brought that up before. But no. Was How are very... you obsessed with the body shop? Like, um. Every body butter and lip balm. Yeah, well, I've always loved essential oils and things like that. So, you you know, like, buy a fucking crystal, buy a fucking body butter, buy a fucking, like, bath bomb. The largest bottle of Satsuma. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or those little, like, the little bath oil beads that were popular before bath bombs. You know, get that greasy tub feel (laughs) that your mom can never scrub out. Because... House chores are still gendered in 1994. <laughs> My mom hated it when I... Yeah, used right? Bath the beads, worst, because yeah. they just, like, scunge up the One whole place. One time I didn't tell her that I took a bath with those, and then she went in and slipped oh, in the shower. No. It felt so bad. Oh, no. <laughs> it was that's very really, bad. That's also kind of funny. I'm sorry, Joanna. Um, she was robust at the time. So good. She's not so The last time tough. she slipped in the bath, she, like, hurt her hip. It was really sad. She's getting old and sick. Oh, God. <laughs> I love my I mom was, so much. Oh, my God. I love her, too. <laughs> anyway, the Body Shop book that I had has, like, this book... Okay, you know when you go into, like, a my mirrored elevator or, like, any dressing room that has two mirrors and you can, like, put one arm up and you look and it's just, like, a million of you going all the way down. You're like, there's so many of me. Woo, look at us go. <laughs> We're so coordinated. So it's it looks like that, but it's all these, like slightly stout 40s and 50s men shirtless like with the really high pants of the late 60s and they're all doing this and they all have women's faces just like jammed in their armpits like <laughs> ladies are smelling scientists or something so that picture just Weird. comes to mind all the time whenever somebody says the word pheromones I think of that photo so you're like I like men's armpit smell I'm like well you're a prime candidate to be a smell scientist in this study that is a super weird reference that's awesome yeah, that's I'm a gonna, deep cut I'm gonna fucking find that picture um, <laughs> Pit smelling. It's well, you know, like 
honestly, it's like if men approach me and they smell good, then I'm usually like, I'm way more on board than... Right? Oh, yeah, no, it's so important. Doesn't oh, it feel like... Because the chemicals work good together. If mm-hmm. they smell bad, there's something that's going to be off. Yeah. And if they smell really good, like, I think that's an indicator that their dick's going to be good for your body. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I like... I'm so sorry. This is so heteronormative. Okay. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a... Um, yeah, it happens sometimes when the weather gets colder or when it gets warm. Like, you either get gay or you get straight. But it's like the bisexual winds are blowing. Yeah, that's kind <laughs> of... As they often do. Um, <laughs> but the... Uh, I definitely noticed that with... Well, this is, like, possibly incriminating. I never did anything to a student, obviously. I never would I would never go out with a student that's rude it's, it's you don't do that but sometimes a dirt baggy looking kid will come in and then he'll like it won't he won't be wearing axe like something will hit me and I'll be like oh my god I'll totally help you get into that class <laughs> right like I'll just be like but you have to leave now <laughs> don't come back because oh, you smell no. really good so sometimes but usually it's the opposite usually yeah, it's like yeah. oh my god you really need to shower more that you're that now that you're out of like your the house of your birth I've been on dates where I'm like nope as soon as I smell them, I know mm-hmm. it's never going to happen. Yeah. Like, we don't like, even have to get coffee anymore. It's fine. <laughs> is it like they smell bad to you or they just don't smell good to you? Um, I've noticed a thing where sometimes they smell like they work with cars, but they clearly don't work with cars. Mm. It's like motor some oil. Weird, it's like an acrid smell it's to them or something. It's a weird thing. I don't know. I'm just like, please just shower. Please. Please Do just shower. Do laundry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if it's just their natural thing, or maybe eat better. I don't know what it is. There's like a whole list of things, I'm sure. Something just emanating from something them. Something is not good. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I like to think that it's at least it's like a dual thing where it's like it doesn't react with your stuff, but maybe someone will walk by them and their smell will turn their yeah, head and they'll fall in love forever. Maybe somebody's really into that. Oh, that's picture. the picture. Oh, that's not what I was. That's picturing completely at all. different from what I picked. I thought literally it was like women's faces and armpits. Like no, no, just no. Be photoshopped only, into yeah. their but armpits. They, but the <laughs> thing is that they're all different women and they all look yeah. the same to me. But it's like it just reminded me of those, you know, the thing with the thing. Yeah. Um, but I can see why you wouldn't have immediately thought of what I was actually looking at. I thought at, it was a drawing. That makes much more sense in my mind. Yeah. It was like a weird collage of no, women's no, these, heads these women are precisely. armpits. I believe that those are actually their husbands, possibly. Okay. But I just like that they just they look really happy to be huffing the dude stink. Yeah. Well, there was that, like, whole study like, where it was, like... She's just into it. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> That's you in the future. I like smelling people. Ooh, I get a lab coat. <laughs> oh, excuse me, Chris, I believe they're called science jackets. <laughs> As we established on a previous oh episode. God. But, like, remember there was that study where it was, like, uh, different men wear a shirt for a week or something, and then they hand them out to women, and then the women smelled the shirts, mm-hmm. and then they would pick, like, oh, I like this one, and then when they met the person, they would be like, oh, I actually really do yeah. like this person. Yeah. Or they also did something similar. It might have been the same or a different study where depending on where you were on your cycle, like, if you were ovulating, certain, like, more masculine men smelled better to you because of that. I'm like, that's yeah. real. Masculine yeah, men, like the, leather, like the leather guy from The Village People? Is that mm-hmm. one of the most masculine so men you masculine. could have? So masculine. Wow, he's so tough. He's just so tough. Like, I bet he would make some woman very happy someday. I feel like that's the only time I'm interested in men is when I can tell that I'm ovulating. And then I'm actually (laughs) noticing them. Like, I'll tolerate your bullshit. What's the deal? (laughs) (laughs) Give me something my dog's going to (laughs) hate. Yeah. Yeah. Man, slaves to hormones. It sucks. It's dumb. It's really stupid. Yeah, I'm just like, I feel sad and I'm not sleeping. Like, oh, is it the week before your period? Yeah. (laughs) Woo. That's why it's a garbage fire week. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Great. Now our listeners can track my cycle at home. (laughs) That's good. Maybe we're synced up because 
We do sometimes. Mine's, mine's really off kilter, so. <laughs> I'm, some, I'm always trying to. Be, I need like, some stabilizing. Mine like, just Jupiter. does whatever it wants. You're so. like Ganymede. I'm trying to pull you in with my uh, gravitation. <laughs> Sexy space reference. <laughs> yeah. Someone's going to write me and be like, Ganymede is not a moon of Jupiter or something. It I actually, is. Okay, great. Sorry. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, things I care about. Jupiter. Okay, cool. Hey, we're yeah. learning more things that we like yeah. together. Yeah. It's great. Jupiter specifically or space in general? Or? Um, I mean, I'm pretty interested in Europa. I watched a terrible movie, Europa Report, where there's like aliens on Europa. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jupiter's probably my favorite, but I do like space in general, but I also you get You like scared. that big old red spot? It's kind of nice. <laughs> it's been there for a couple hundred years, doing its thing. So. Has it really only been there for a couple hundred years? I feel like it's like two or three hundred years wow. maybe that that storm's been. And isn't it going away or something? Yeah, I think wow. it's Wow, just to... think of that as being permanent, but it's like gas. Yeah. Which is not permanent. So many hurricanes. It's like a fart in a wind tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> and NASA just sent a thing there. To the like, spot? Or? Well, they sent like a probe or whatever to cool. do a flyby and it's sending its photos back now. So that's, that's so kind of cool. So you're like really into like space, space. Eh? Not as much as I used to be, but. You're a space, because you can be a space kid or a dinosaur kid usually. Oh, uh, no, horse I'm both. Kid. Yeah, I, you can be both. Oh, horse kids are a different oh, species you guys altogether. Also have the same <laughs> that's sweatshirt. a centaur. You guys both have that Forever 21 oh, sweatshirt. Oh, the, the golden dinosaurs. dinosaurs. I've I seen that you today. on the street wearing that before. Yes. I just realized because, like, I saw I, saw, I was on Commercial Drive once, and I was like, I saw someone go by with like pink hair and cool glasses, and I'm like, this chick is rad. We were both wearing it at the same time. Yes, and it must I have been didn't you. Notice? Yeah. yeah, I was just like, damn. All right, cool. Yeah. No, that's definitely that's such one a good of my sweater. Favorite sweaters. Mm-hmm. It's falling apart because it's Forever Twenty One, but. Well, actually, that one piece did last quite a while. Like, mine's still in pretty good condition. Oh, mine's not, mine's not falling apart so much as, like, yeah. the, the print is fading It's a definitely bit. not as shiny as it used to be, but... <sighs> Nothing gold can stay. <laughs> 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 Including gold foil printed yeah. on your Forever 21 sweater. Oh, my goodness. I gotta, like, do a big shop from there because they're the only people who make pants that cover the uh, size of my butt sometimes. Only. I haven't bought anything from yeah. them this year. No. Yeah, probably I good. made a pledge to make all my own clothes at the beginning Holy of the year. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. So you that. do other textiles than knitting, I assume. Uh, or you just knit everything and you're very no, itchy well, all the time. I d- <laughs> knitting is the thing that I do the most of. Um, I did go to Capilano for textile art before they got rid of the program and turned it Fuck. into business school. Great. <laughs> so, um, but I'm not very good at sewing because I'm really impatient. I don't have time for like measuring and ironing. Measure just, twice, cut once, fuck off. Yeah. Measure halfway. <laughs> I'm like, eh, it's but, kind of a shape of a human. Let's and just see what happens. It's like we're so used to wearing so like shitty. you know shitty yeah department store clothes or whatever that don't actually fit yeah. our bodies or whatever. And then it's like, oh, to actually tailor this to myself is really hard. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> like, I think I just need to embrace like hand sewing and accept that it's going to take a really long time to make anything, mm-hmm. but... or else you'll be in like potato sacks for yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely running out of clothes that are still in okay condition but is that something that you did uh like from early on in life like when did that become a thing for you just textiles i don't know um i've always been like a touchy person i want to touch everything if i go to the museum or art gallery i want to touch everything you like or... walk into a fabricana and you're like oh, i'm yeah. touching it all yeah um but <laughs> i think the textile thing i started knitting maybe like 
eight years ago, and that kind of started it. But... You were the first person that I met that ever had a loom and a spinning wheel. Oh my god, I have two looms. No, technically I have three, because like I a... have a tapestry loom too. Oh my god, nice. <laughs> and I have four spinning wheels, which is a problem. I need to get oh my god, no princesses like... are allowed to come to your fucking house. <laughs> right? You're going to be asleep immediately. Uh, I don't know. Have what you ever put your have? finger on a spindle? <laughs> I don't, those, okay, I could be really nerdy about that. <laughs> please, please, that's Wait, I don't have anybody else uh, who's going to tell us what a spinning wheel is. The really sharp thing is, I think, for, like, flax spinning. So you don't, you wouldn't use it for... Also for your rumple stilt skin. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Exactly. What do you f- spin flax into? Is it linen? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, I knew a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I love, even know it. I love linen. <laughs> there great. is a lady in the city named Caitlin French who grew a bunch of linen and processed it. Wow. And, yeah, she's pretty awesome. Fucking A. Yeah. That's my, my grandparents used to be Spinners and Weavers Guild yeah. thing. I think I've, it's like my grandpa. He did the owl. Yeah, he did yeah. the owl that I have downstairs and like he was colorblind and so my grandma would spin all the wool and dial the wool and then number them and then do like paint by numbers and yeah. he would weave big looms that, by numbers. That's, that's so romantic. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I love it. It's, yeah. I thought that was very cute. But then it was like, it was cool to meet somebody my age that actually did like spinning and I was just yeah. like, it's nice. <laughs> it's like, you would be so at home on like a Gulf Island. <laughs> One day, that's the dream. Mm-hmm. If I ever put that commune together, I'll be sure there's a tiny right? house for you. I yeah, I want in on this <laughs> tiny house dream. It oh yeah. Whenever I talk about the the faux commune idea that I have, people are like, oh please put my name down yeah. for that because that sounds great. I'm like yes, but I'm going to be the dictator but of the I, whole place. Can I have some sheep? Is my question. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. There then will be goats. It's fine. You can be the boss sheep. of everything. And some Angora bunnies. Yeah. You can have anything you want. Yay! It's the best part. Chickens, goats. You can be the boss of yourself. Ooh, alpacas. <laughs> alpacas. Yeah. Alpaca wolves. No llamas, though. They're dicks. But you need dicks. you need one llama to be your, like, guard llama. Okay. Yeah. They guard the sheep. Do they? Yeah. They're, they are... They will, like... Yeah. They'll fuck you up. They llamas will. That they just will, reminded like, me of a horrible Dreadnought them. song about the llama that inappropriately had relationships with the sheets. <laughs> That's not the word they used in the song. It's not a good song. It's a bad song. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, that the, the, the llama's name was Sambo, which is not a good name. Oh, dear God. <laughs> it's owned by Swiss people. They're not good on race <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, yeah, and he bailed himself of the sheep the and did not protect them, in fact. Aww. Aww. We had a duck that would fuck all of our chickens. That was really weird. Oh, no. <laughs> that's bi- Okay, so that's what happens. <laughs> so, okay, but what happens, like, when that happens? So it, Nothing. Not right? really, yeah. So you can't we... take them to jail. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 I mean, like, like a duck and a <laughs> like chicken justice. can't have, like, a... Duck they Chicken? donkey and a zebra or whatever can have like a weird baby. I think they're closer than a duck and a chicken. All right. I'm not a farmer I'm scientist. A, a farmer scientist. Agricultural scientist, I yeah. guess. We had Animal husbandrist. <laughs> we had a bunch of chickens and then we had these two ducks that we inherited when we moved on to my hobby farm when I was little. And the poor lady duck died. She was eaten by a fox or a coyote oh. or a bear or something like that. The bear would often, the bear, a bear would like, bears. Sorry. <laughs> come over and like knock over the hen house once in a while and like Aww. eat everything inside. But Aww. then the lady duck died and then the male duck went nuts and started fucking all the chickens. 
And he would just, like, chase them down, and they would... He almost and died of a broken heart. He would, like, <laughs> pin them down and, like, fuck them with his weird little duck corkscrew oh, penis. Oh, and I had to see it all the time. Was, like, and I would try to, like, get them apart, and then the duck would run around with his weird little corkscrew penis, like, flailing around everywhere. I learned a lot about life on the farm. <laughs> so I was, like, trying to be so subtle about Sambo and the sheep, and you're like, nah, duck, fuck those chickens. It was bad. But so we did get green eggs. Okay. Because duck eggs are sort of greenish okay. tint, and so some of the chickens laid greenish eggs, so I don't know what was happening there. We ate them. You're they were fine. Not. Just the shell was weird. I would have had There was just them. different proteins. There were I'm different so proteins. curious about what you ate. Can we, can we call this episode Like the Dickens? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. This is like, I really want Dickens to be part of this, because I'm incredibly immature. Charles I was like, Dickens. I was like, Charles Dickens. I was like, one of the pictures that I took that I liked the best in Portland was that someone had drawn dick butt in, in a bathroom, and so I took a photo of the graffiti. I was like, this is going to be the cover of my album. Just dick butt. With, you know, autistic flourishes, because it was not by the original artist, so. <laughs> Banksy. Dick Banksy. Okay, 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 okay. So yes, the uh, we were talking about the my fake commune that we would have, where you could have yep. you could have sheep. What were you, so you just started knitting at random, or did something? Was there an inciting uh, incident? I lived she with was like cold one day. It was very cold. No, I lived with a bunch of roommates, and somebody who moved in was into knitting, and I don't know. I just started also knitting, and yeah. I don't know, it just got out of control. It's not exactly like a Batman-level origin story. It just got really out of control, and now like I have a footstool from Ikea that's just full of yarn, and... It yeah. seems like an expensive hobby, because isn't yarn super fucking pricey? It or, like... can be, okay. and that's the thing, is that there's kind of like two different groups. There's the people the who factions. are... Yeah, there are people who are really into like fancy the softest, softest yarn, and they only buy like superwash merino, which is kind of terrible for the environment, and... Then there are people who are more into, uh, like, locally grown, minimally processed. So, I mean, yeah, if, you touch, a, if you touch a sweater, it's probably pretty itchy. It's really itchy. But I think over time, you just kind of get used to it. I mean, this yarn came from New Brunswick. It was not that expensive. This sweater probably cost me $30. Oh, okay. So... Because that's always the thing where it's like, I can buy a sweater... Yeah. From like Forever Twenty One for the you must hear this yeah. all the time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> my, this is my shitty Forever Twenty One. The look that you gave me was just like, like ugh. Oh, <laughs> look this this came from Target when Target was here. It yeah. was probably like fourteen dollars. Yeah, these goddamn t-shirt. plastic buttons. You couldn't Dang. even get metal buttons, so like the paint like flicks off. <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on, guys. Yeah. I think I five have bucks that extra. sweater too. Actually, yeah. <laughs> this cardigan like when yeah. it's on sale, it's like eleven bucks. Yeah. Why yeah. would you not have this? Yeah. yeah. Like a business cash. Like, yeah, this is my outfit for work. Basically, is like t-shirt, jeans, and cardigan. Is that the t-shirt you won at the comedy show. I sure is. <laughs> is that like a kajinga, k- like so many XLs on it it's or something? Pretty like, big. It's a dress. It's pretty big, but I like it. I tuck it into my high waisted jeans. It actually looks really cute on you. Yeah. yeah. If you put a cardigan over, because then you can't see how it doesn't fit on the top. Yeah. You know, I'll cut no, the arms off at some point. Yeah, it looks really but... cute. I, I really like. I guess I'll take this shirt, but it looks real cute. Yeah. I like I wearing superheroes you... on me. Even though I don't you really feel... give a shit about superheroes <laughs> it just at all. Just makes you feel cool. Yeah. Just a cool dude. I wore it out to the store and I had socks up to my knees and shorts for some reason <laughs> because it's cold outside. It's a good look. <laughs> for some reason. Mm-hmm. Probably because you were chilly. Yeah. Chilly. 
So you, I'm just like back to back to the back to the textiles. Back to the point. <laughs> I just like because I think the uh, knitting really. When did it take off? Kind of as a thing, like people. There was have a been big thing like five years ago, maybe or even yeah. ten. But like so yeah. many people that got into like the homesteading thing. Also I think did, like, like Ravelry knitting. became a thing, and people right. realized you don't have to go to the library to get a pattern anymore. You can just like PayPal people money and have a thing on the internet immediately. Mm-hmm. So that probably helped a lot. Uh, and then, yeah, I think people just started getting more into, like, rustic life. And mm-hmm. There is, some, like, what 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 does that really touch on for us, do you think? Because I think about that sometimes, and I was, I was reading this article that um, past guest Emily posted about the, uh, um, I think it's from the Financial Diet website. Where it's, it's like, like the woman that you want to be is rich. Yeah, well, yeah. The, the, the all the women who have, you know, uh, who have lifestyle blogs who in terms of that is their income now, that's their career. Mm-hmm. Like the only reason that they can have those blogs that is a full-time job for them is because someone else is making enough money yeah. to provide for them basically. Yeah. And so like when I get all anxious about the fact that I don't have a perfectly meal planned life and that I'm not, you know, making my own overnight groats or whatever, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, or chia, per- chia puds. Yeah. And- preserving all of your things and making all the jams yeah. and yeah. all the pickled not, vegetables. Not that and- doing these things is a waste of time. No, I, I think, think like it's it's, awesome. if that's something you love doing, then absolutely do it. But like I, I get into phases where I'm like the pressure I put on myself to do these things to like perform a certain kind of domestic femininity maybe. I don't know, but it makes me feel good when it's done. And I look and I'm like, not that I've ever done canning, but if I had like a pile of cans, I'd be like, I'm so good. Look at all the stuff I put up for the fall. I make like a fish stock out of the fish that we catch and then like make that into a chowder and can it. And it's so good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because then it's like, this is a gift for future me. I love puttering in the kitchen so much. Mm -hmm. I listen to podcasts. Like, so maybe that's sort of my thing that I do with my hands is I love cooking. Yeah. But then I only do it once in a while because it does seem like it's a big pain in the ass yeah, to like clean a, up. It's and an doing investment. it as a lifestyle is yeah. so like. I have friends that like they work at the same like uh, mental health worker job that I used to do, and that's their sort of therapy and like balance from like this gritty job is to be like. And then I went to the farmers market and I got like a, a fuck ton of cucumbers and dill, and I made amazing yeah. pickles like yeah. and just canned them. And then you have gifts to give people, which is really nice. Like. I really yeah. want to do that. I love eating all those things so much, yeah. and I like cooking them, but I also I don't really like the processing part. And whenever it's I can stuff, one of them explodes. And it is really expensive. expensive and it's messy. And, and so I'm like, like, how much money am I saving? Or I get the Superstore yeah. tomatoes, yeah. and we make pasta sauce. Or do we, like, make our own big batch of pasta sauce, like, from tomatoes and, like, save it? Like, I don't know. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it is like, a lot of work. What's and, the distinction, I wonder? Um... I think I just try to do what I can with the time that I have and the amount of energy I'm willing to put into it. And That's like a good metaphor for life, honestly. Watching a bunch of TV and making a sweater is my thing that I yeah. let myself do. But, I mean, I still have a regular job and I don't have anyone to, like, take care of me and pay my bills for me, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, the damn. But, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know why. I, maybe people are shifting towards this kind of thing because we are so connected to technology all the time so for some people it's nice to have a thing that isn't a computer or a screen in your Mm -hmm. face yeah i think we're all i think like unconsciously a lot of us are trying to still develop skills for like the apocalypse yeah basically (laughs) right like Like, yeah i I want to learn how to card sheep's wool and turn it into like clothes pretty much and you're like you figured it out you know how to do it yeah so So i've got that covered so after the apocalypse when i'm naked i talk to (laughs) you you can make me a loincloth it'll be good it'll be itchy but it'll be good yeah better itchy than dying of exposure i mean we can get some less scratchy wool this is like 
like from you know, not after the collapse of civilization. <laughs> my God, We're gonna have to spin our own flax into linen. Get some merino sheep. I don't think they do very well on the coast though, because it's like too wet. It's too wet. They get flies. It's Italian, not I guess. Good. Yeah. Merino. Yeah, I think Australia and Spain is where all the merino mm, is. Like chilling on these like sudden drenched plateaus. Sounds yeah. like a pretty good lifestyle. Yeah. How do I get to be a merino wool sheep? <laughs> My favorite is the one that escaped, and he didn't get sheared for like three years, and they had like this enormous fleece. He had, like sixty kilograms of fleece. Oh on yeah, him. yeah. Mode, they right? found him in a cave. Wasn't his name Shrek or yeah. something? <laughs> his name was Shrek, yeah. and then he was a famous sheep in New Zealand because yeah. New Zealand is exactly the stereotype that they put out on. Flight of the Concords. Mm. Yeah. New um. Zealand, take your mum. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Not bad. Oh, man. Yeah, I think we always wind up, like, worming our way back to, like, the commune. It just, I want Yeah, it. well, I'm just so dissatisfied with rat race and uh, I mean ironically I'm exhausted <laughs> with the rat race and I come home and I'm like alright guys let's race let's and go now you got some rats um, but gross. yeah like yeah sorry gross I hate it I know <laughs> no I'm kind of more on board the more we talk about it about these rats they sound cute oh, okay fine. they're really sweet yeah. they're very cuddly I, I did... like guinea pigs because they whistle yeah, but they also but... piss a lot. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. you, if you've ever had a guinea pig just let Good loose on you, you're like, oh, God. Because <laughs> they'll just hold it for a while, and then they're just like, hey, you know what? I, you thought I looked like a baked potato. Here you go. <laughs> Gross. I used to have guinea pigs, too. Yeah. But the rats are more fun. Yeah. Guinea pigs don't really do anything, but they're cuter. Rats seem smarter. They're very yeah. smart. They're incredibly Yeah, I guess if they can do all those cool research studies. Yeah, I think we use them for that for a reason, right? <laughs> yeah. My rats are really good at controlling for me. <laughs> I don't fucking know what stats are. <laughs> I don't know how to research. Um, yeah, I, I just, like, I get so tired of just getting up and going to work. It's not my job. My job's not a problem. Mm-hmm. I like the work that I do for yeah. the most part. Same. Um, I'm, like, readjusting to full-time work, but having, having to, to get do up. it. Having mm-hmm. to get up yeah. and, like, commute and, like, well, I don't have any other choice. I have to go to there and yeah. I'll get paid, like... Mm-hmm. It's like you can't live unless you go in, and so you get very resentful of doing work that you don't even mind. Yeah. Because And then I come home, and I'm like, I want to do these things, but I'm so resentful of having to trade away so much of my time, and I'm like, oh, no, I have to, like, be good and do these things that are productive and beautiful, and I love doing that stuff, but then I ruin the joy of it for myself, because I go, yeah. like, am I just doing this because I'm a woman? <laughs> like, am I cooking because I'm a lady? <laughs> And I feel like I have to. Maybe you're cooking because you need to eat. That's yeah, okay. no one else is going to cook for me. <laughs> right? So no one else. They is might bring me pad thai the... from across the street. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's nice. true. Which is yeah. nice. Which I could just have that every day and then just die of sodium overdose. Mm. But yeah. what a way to go! Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, oh, let's let's have a commune. I'm actually very hungry, and we've been going for pretty much an hour and a half All straight. Right. Well. All right. Guys, this has been a bit of a... We didn't even talk about any of the other things that we were going to talk about. <laughs> New tattoos. Matthew Good. It's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, Tamara and I met on a Matthew Good message board. Yep. I just thought that was kind of funny, and I had a weird story about, like, the random dude that I met on that message board, and then I went to Kelowna to, like, go I figured take out his virginity. Who, I figured out who you were talking <laughs> yeah, about, I know. and he was, like, that really rude one. Yeah. I was friends with him on Facebook, and uh-huh. then he was really rude to me about something relating to my work, and I was like, you need to chill, and then he just kept being rude, so I... Yeah. Deleted him. Yeah, basically after I, like, went and hung out with him, because I was just, like, a horny teen, basically, and just, That's like, fine. got on a bus and had a sex adventure. Well, it was very, not that far. It was very fun. I took, like, a girlfriend that I had also met on the message board, and we went together and shared a hostel, and then we hung out with that boy, and, like, 
Yeah, she and I him. went horse riding, horseback riding. Yeah, and, and then you went him riding. <laughs> yeah, and it was like whatever. It was like his first time, and it was very awkward, and we didn't really talk that much after. Fair enough. That's fine. He it's was he was very romantic about the whole thing. Aww. He like had like our song and stuff, Aww. and I was like, aw, chill. <laughs> was it? Kind of Everybody's yeah. <laughs> It was not a Matthew good. Oh, that'd been funny. It should have been a Matthew good. Blast and Strange Days, or that would have been after probably. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, that was what 2004. Or yeah, something. we definitely had like song like what's your favorite Matthew Good song and stuff. Like a lot of good things in my life came from that. Like I met my friend Josh McNorton. You're now not your nemesis. Because He's never been my nemesis. <laughs> no, you joked about it because yeah. he, knew, he knew more secrets than me. But then, now like, I know as many secrets. Yeah, exactly. possibly more. But so I met him because I performed a Matthew Good Ben song at our like university open mic thing mm. and it was like a deep cut b-side whatever and he was like cool man we should be in a band together and i like <laughs> and sang and played were. cello and then we were and it was amazing so lots of good things came from liking that yeah. band and it's good music and i still listen to it and have a lot of nostalgia feelings but i mean are there albums that you don't listen to like i've never heard any of his new stuff yeah no like i don't even know what the latest one is called mm. yeah. yeah no um, idea i think he just is like a cranky dude who lives in Cool Harbor. <laughs> Maple. No, I think he lives in Maple Ridge and like has horses. Oh, yeah. He's a horse girl. Yeah. He's like <laughs> living the chill life. So well, I guess nice. apparently I do know a little bit. And I know uh, my friend's mom was his midwife. Okay. So. When he came out or when his when partner his son has a child? Came out. Yeah. 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 It's, I just Presumably remember like he would drive around in a convertible a lot in like the early 2000s and like. Just show up. And he was, was like, just so cool to me when I was 16 was so years cool. old, living in a tiny town in Alberta. Because he I was sarcastic yeah. and he hated the suburbs and he told it like it was. Yeah. And he like was like, "Fucking golf courses suck." I had sex in a sand <laughs> trap. <laughs> I uh, one of the there's a uh, one of the servers at one of the pubs in my neighborhood has a bunch of Matthew Goodman tattoos. Oh no! <laughs> I, and I saw I saw the it was a lyric tattoo and I'm like, "Oh, is that a Matthew Goodman lyric?" And she's like, "Oh my god, it is." It was not an unusual one. I'm like, girl, I did grow up with Sea Fox on, you know, yeah. we didn't have yeah. any other options. He got played a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I really, I liked his music a lot. It was, a, the I still right, like the album. the right note of like ragey, angsty teen kind yeah. of feelings. And also like being me. like ours because he's yeah. from here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's appealing. He said Coquitlam in a song. That's crazy. <laughs> Oh, like, I love, like, Canada references and songs. That's why I like the Tragically Hip as much as I do. I think, like, I have other friends who are from the East Coast who hate them, I guess, because they're even more ubiquitous there. Okay. Mm. But, because uh, if you can't, if you truly cannot escape something that you're not into, you will start to hate it. But, mm-hmm. I mean... But they're so good. I don't know. It seems like a lot of energy yeah. to waste on hating something that's Yeah, yeah pretty... God knows I don't spend a lot of time hating Nickelback, even though I don't care for them at <laughs> right? all. Mm-hmm. They just don't matter to they me. They just don't yeah. matter. But, yeah, yeah, no, the Tragically Hip seems to inspire, like, real rancor from people if it's not, like, actual appreciation. Mm. But I love mm. when they, like, mention things like, well, just they say, you know, uh stuff about Regina yeah. or whatever, like, or something about, like, the sun crawling across the Saskatchewan horizon yeah. or whatever. I'm like, ooh, tell me more about my my homeland, my please. Pra- my prairie home I was companion. riding my bike home the other night, and somebody was listening to music really loud in their car, and then as I 
they were parked and just hanging out. And as I rode by, it was ahead by a century. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's, that's so a good nice. one. He's like sitting in the car having one tear yeah, pouring down right? their face. This person's pretty much. probably just having a tender moment in their car. Yeah, that's nice. I love yeah. a tender moment. <laughs> I, I also discovered that my favorite uh, Tragically Hip video is directed by Bruce McCullough of Kids oh, in cool. the Hall. Because, like, uh, my favorite song by them is My Music at Work. And mm. it's, like, not a deep cut. It was one of their big singles from, oh, yeah. like, the late 90s. And, yeah. I forgot about that. And it's just, like... It just looks like one of the office sets from Kids in the Hall, so it's just like I should have known that that would be what it was. So right on. I just like like aggressive Canadiana at times. It makes me feel like I'm seeing something yeah. special mm-hmm. that's like made for us. Yeah, it's not going to be transported. Yeah. I watched the final thing on CBC while I was at work, and then it got really busy, and I was so tempted to tell people to just leave me alone. <laughs> like you are interrupting. Why are you not watching this? Like, why, why are you, are you talking one to in me? The, the one one of the one in three Canadians who's watching this right yeah, now? Yeah, <laughs> it was very, very confusing. But <laughs> I guess not everybody was on board with that. Well, I just think that the message board part aspect is interesting because, as we've mentioned before, you and I met on a message board as yeah. well. And I'm just thinking of all of these awesome friends that I've met, like my two friends who are married now who met on a Tori Amos message board <laughs> and got to tell Tori that they met. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, that's amazing. And you're married now? Never break up <laughs> or I'll feel responsible. Yeah, they have like they got a good luck charm from Tori Amos herself. That's yes, very nice. That's nice. Their, that really their union was blessed by <laughs> It's always just, it's always nice to meet somebody that you like and they're not dicks. Yeah, it's just like the whole message board phenomenon was so interesting and when it was like this really specific thing, like mm-hmm. I guess there probably are message boards for knitting, like on Ravelry. That yeah, you... there are forums and yeah, stuff. Forums but it's and not stuff. really the same as it no, was yeah. pre-Facebook, that was like the yeah. thing, right? Like you, so you got in on a community and that was the people that you spent your time with and you really felt invested with them. Mm-hmm. And you weren't really supposed to tell people that you met other people on the internet. It was that was the time when you, yeah, and everyone looked at you a little strange if you had internet friends or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, and now you can get them to come to your house and drive you somewhere. So (laughs) the Uber thing. Yeah, (laughs) it's like don't get into a stranger's car. Don't don't tell people (laughs) who you are on the internet (laughs) to come get you. I uh, I just think about like how ephemeral that kind of thing was, like a message board or or even a chat room, like back in the day. It's like. Mm It would be a co- everybody uni- uniting under a common interest, whereas now it seems to be more geographical. Like, because mm-hmm. Facebook, yeah. so, sure, you got friends from all over the world, but if you start searching anything, then it only searches people like near your place, like near where you live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's mostly people you are already friends with or are like meeting through your friends as opposed to like people that you're just like, I really like Matthew Good or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I think of the first person that I became friends with on ICQ had like a, <laughs> uh, a username about how like Third Eye Blind is the best band or something <laughs> like that. These people just really love Third Eye Blind. Yeah. Like, or how I met a bunch of people by being an AFI fan when I was... <laughs> yeah, you're right to laugh at me. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, don't be. <laughs> I was dumb. They're not good. Um, but, like, meeting people who are just so invested, like, going to fan meetups for things yeah, is and so it's exciting. Like, did you have, like, a cute nickname on the message board that, like, references, like, your deep cut favorite song? Like, my... I was Sour Cherry Lipstick on the board. I think and... my username was Alas, It Was Not Meant To Be... My Hotmail yeah. address used to be karma underscore machine at yeah. hotmail.com. That was yeah. my sweet ass That's fucking hotmail. That's when I met you. I loved it. Yeah. It was a good ass email address prior to my Gmail adoption. Yeah. Fairly early on, I would Which like is to... also a nickname from a message board. Gmail adoption? No, your Gmail account is a... Oh, yeah. That is also that, and that comes right from X Forums, which mm-hmm. doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah. Wait. 
Sex forums. What was that one? That was it had multiple fora. Like okay. uh, there was a lot of web comics ones. So yeah. there was okay. I think there was one for Dresden Kodak. There was one for uh, questionable content. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it the, was the only one, one like it was all I'm the sort of major. It was all the kind of these major at the time. So like 2002 to 2007, I want to say it was like the heyday, and so that was like when web comics became a huge thing. Uh, before it was total saturation. Yeah. So like the the ones that were there were like kind of big. Um, and so like there was something positive is the one yeah, that, I, that I joined for. It is still going. The art has not improved at all <laughs> yeah. in like 15 years. Well, you have to be consistent. Yeah. It's very you've... consistent. Yeah. It never improved. <laughs> I still have a t-shirt from what was the comic with the girl whose name was Kestrel? Oh. That was like an offshoot of it or something? Uh, or you know, it was closely, similar? tightly related. I think the two of them were in a relationship or yeah. something. Like the two ca- cartoonists, it was... Oh, gosh, yeah. I, I totally know the one that you're talking about, But so I have the though. t-shirt where it's like it's just her on a beanbag chair reading a book and it just says porn on it. <laughs> and I thought that was so edgy and fun and I would wear it to things. Oh, I love getting, like, obscure... Like, there was a cat in Something Positive that had no bones. It was named Choo Choo Bear. Oh, yes! And you could get a plush that was just, like, right. a melted cat puddle. Oh, my God! And it was such a, it was such a big thing. Like, I, if, not that Randall Milholland is listening to this, but I'm like, sorry, your comic just, like, isn't very good. Oh. But I was so... But it was so... I was so invested in it like I definitely hooked up with at least three people from that from that uh from that forum and uh at least three it may have been more in retrospect but it came to my house that I lived with my parents in yeah and they were just like I guess you can have your weird internet friends come stay here so pretty yeah some of them still try to talk to me and I'm like nope Sorry, like that's that's my old life and I don't want to engage with it Mm -hmm. anymore. But I guess now is like I also get, like, obscure t-shirts and weird toys and stuff from different podcasts that I listen to now, so that's, like, the new thing. Yeah, we just and level there, up. And there are, like, forums around podcasts, I'm sure, and but I just don't care about that stuff anymore, about, like, I'd rather just enjoy the thing and not the, like, mm. whole fan culture the around it, because that kind of yeah. wrecks it for me sometimes. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. The fact <laughs> Where it's, like, let's... This job de- would be great if it wasn't for the customers. Or, like, <laughs> let's deconstruct everything forever. But it's, like, some people really fucking... Steven Universe. Yeah. <laughs> people really love that, and it's very sweet. And so it's, like, I don't want to shit on anybody's joy, no. and so I just don't participate, yeah. and I'm trying not to... Oh, I love Steven Universe, yeah. but I can't I can't get involved in that in that <laughs> lifestyle. <laughs> it's like... I'm just learning about it. It's I've a great show. I've only seen a few episodes. It's a fantastic show. It's meant for kids, but it's also yeah. not at all meant for kids. Like, it's meant for everybody. But... I basically just want to watch Adventure Time and only the episodes with Marceline and Princess Bubblegum. That's my life. Give, well, that's pretty much Steven Universe, yeah. honestly. It's like, <laughs> excuse me, could this cartoon be gayer? Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> yes it can. Alright, well then I'll definitely watch more Steven Universe is explicitly lesbian. Yeah. Explicitly. Right. Or bisexual, but mostly very gay. Gay women. Gay, 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 gay. Women cool. in love. So. That's nice. There's, that's my my commercial for it. It's like, do you like lesbians? Yes. <laughs> Maybe watch the show with the gay space rocks. <laughs> Into it. That's yeah, good. Yeah, because well, space and crystals. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I think good. that that feels like a good place yeah. to to leave her. All right. I don't know. I just wanted to I wanted to have you on because you're really nice and fun, and we don't Thanks. actually hang out all that much, but we talk a lot on. I see your funny yeah. tweets. On Twitter, you're, you're very sarcastic and funny, and I like you. Oh my you, god, so. I complain way too much on Twitter. I like it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to start following you because I need more salty people in my life. I know this is like one of my favorites. So. Yay! Thanks for coming. Okay, on. thanks for having me. Okay, we'll see you guys next week on the Sea Hex Podcast. Do, 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 do.